Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's being brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet this President's Day. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. It's 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Toledo's out there. I don't know where he is. Is he here? No. He is not here? Not yet. Is it? Right? Unless he snuck in. I didn't. (laughs) But he hasn't been in yet. Oh, boy. Well, never mind that. Was that him parking? He'll come in and he'll have like something for everybody. Every time Toledo's lady brings gifts, which makes him more late. It's just weird. It's got to be him, right? He had to pay anyway. his rent this morning. Yeah, well, that's it. He had to pay Dracula. <laughs> that one—that was the best story he's ever told. Oh, I had to pay my rent. It's four thirty. What? <laughs> you don't get the rent to me by the time what? the sun comes up. You'll be docked twenty-five dollars. Tweaker, are you renting? Yeah, from? exactly. <laughs> Who demands rent? How how late is your rent at four a.m. or else? And he ran late for work. It was very funny, <laughs> but I didn't know. All right, Toledo's not here. We'll get him here eventually. Someday, he'll be here. We can do without him for a couple minutes. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start the show, as uh, I like to do, or pretty much we always do, by praising me, Brady. Let's let's make yes. sure we get that done. Last night, uh, the Suns' 8 o'clock game. Those make, late uh, They're late. They go late. We've probably got home about 12, 11, 30, 12. There he is. There he is. <laughs> Toledo's. Now we can get going. Uh, and, uh, you know, you, you got late games and uh, 8 o'clock starts and things like that. Suns lose the game. It was fun. But I had my, uh, my buddy Mark uh, has... Uh, that I have season tickets with occasionally gets his work tickets and they're down on the floor. So we swapped out last night. We were down on the floor and uh, I was sitting next to a guy and his kid and we just ended up talking about basketball most of the night. And the kid was dying for autographs, just dying. Young kid. I've been there. You know, I've been the kid that stood there and screamed at baseball players like Dave Kingman uh, trying to get an autograph who ended up flipping me off because I was so loud and annoying. Well, the kid yelled out a couple of times during the game. Chris Paul, can I get your autograph? He's kind of busy right now. You don't want to do that. Uh, but he was actually very funny, a nice kid. And uh, it, it didn't go unnoticed last night, my kindness. Uh, Thad Mason texted me and said, John, I was at the game last night. I just want to say you are a badass. Like right away, this email has my attention. Oh, yeah. 
when the Suns uh, guys were throwing shirts, you stood up and instead of jumping and waving your hands like an idiot for a dollar ninety nine t shirt, you did something smooth. You swung and pointed to the kid that was two seats away, and after a couple attempts, the guy finally tossed it to him. I thought it was cool you went out of your way to get attention so that kid could get a shirt, even though that kid doesn't realize how much those seats actually cost whoever got them. Always remember getting that $1.99 shirt that'll live with him forever. Thanks for not letting fame get to your head. You know, this fame thing has always been chasing me about. <laughs> and all this fame, Brady. You've always been really good to billionaire kids. I have been. You know, my favorite kids <laughs> you know? are the ones down on the floor with me. The ones who's They deserve we, it. We went to the second level to buy t-shirts, and I was in the riffraff. My sweet Jesus, it was horrifying up there. I felt like it was the last of us. Anyway, it says you're a... Uh, you're, don't let, I'm going to read that again. Thanks for not letting fame get to your head. And that gesture of doing that shows what kind of person you are. A total badass. One of these days I'm going to try to get through on the fireside chats and talk about uh, your friend Todd Merrill, who I know as well. He's a badass, too. Uh, thanks for making us laugh every day, Thad Mason. Well, Thad, thanks for keeping an eye on me in the creepiest possible way and seeing my every move last night. I appreciate that. Fame doesn't get to me, Thad, but please, no eye contact. If you wouldn't mind not, not staring at me next Suns game, that'd be nice, too. I mean, I'm not, you know, uh, awash in fame and what it does to a man, but I certainly don't need you staring at me, weirdo. So please, Thad, uh, pay attention to your own life. And let me handle those kids with millions and millions of dollars sitting down on the floor. And, you know, I don't know what I don't know his dad did, but they were... They were two rows off the floor as well, and those aren't cheap seats. So <laughs> that kid was, he's doing all right. He had a big night. It did feel bad, though, because he went and he had like, uh, he went and got a Booker jersey, and he had all this stuff, and he just wanted these guys to sign it. And I'm like, how are you going to do that? And he goes, I don't know. He had no idea he was going to get, uh, you know, autographs. Kids get that in their head, and they're like, it's on. It becomes a challenge in a way. Yeah. For some of the kids. And then he turned to me, he doesn't know anything about me, and he says, uh, you know, at this point, I'll let you sign it. And I'm like, I'll sign it. I said, I'm good at it. I said, by the way, we look up autographs online. I'm pretty good at faking them. I said, none of your friends will know. <laughs> and he started laughing, and his dad's like, I'm okay. <laughs> he was like willing to do it. He goes, you can. I'm like, you find the autograph online. I've done this before. I'm excellent at faking signatures. I can copy handwriting pretty well. I can use somebody like you. Yeah, yeah, forgery? you, you yeah. and I, you and I should go into business. Where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, kid, forgery. Forgery isn't bad. People You're do it all places, the time. Kid. Uh, look, what are you going to Antiques Roadshow with your Devin Booker jersey? It's not going to happen. It'd take forever. Yeah, yeah, and you never get a certificate of authenticity when you get a signature on your jersey at a game. Am I right? Oh yeah. So I, I've, I've got three or four Steve Nash autographs. I can't prove. I can't prove that, and I could fake those just as easy on a son's jersey. I mean, I could have made that kid feel like he's got a real product that's when you, you try to get like you know in those auction items because uh, i just went to one of those big charity events a few weeks ago and they've got you know like a son's autographed basketball but what comes with it is a certificate of authenticity if you don't have that people assume that dickheads like me have faked the yeah. basketball and because a lot of people do so do you think my Matt Williams, J. Bell autographed jog bra from a TV commercial will <laughs> nope. be worth anything? I think it's worth less. I think it's absolutely <laughs> worthless. I think unless you're wearing it. I am wearing it. Right in the now? Commercial. Oh, I was going to say. No, I, I haven't worn it in a while. <laughs> you outgrew it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, the jog bra that's autographed by the very... On both sides because we had to do two takes. Very uh, okay, J. Bell, and the very good Matt Williams, I, you know. No. I kept it more of a novelty thing. Do you know how many Ferguson Jenkins Hall of Fame baseballs I have? 
He autographs everything. I, I, Ferguson Jenkins has diminished his value in an autograph like no one on the planet. I could fake 25 baseballs with Ferguson Jenkins on it. You know how much money I'd have? How much is a baseball worth? Because that's it. It's The baseball is actually equal value to the signature, zero. That dude signs. This spring, he'll do it again. Is he still around? I think uh, he made yeah. it through, right? He'll sign. I, I was at a spring training game in uh, at Hohokam watching the Cubs play the Brewers. Got an autograph from Ferguson Jenkins. A friend of mine and I went to the night game. There's Fergie Jenkins. I'm like, man, signing baseballs at the Giants stadium. We went to a two, we doubleheaded. Next day, we were going to do the Angels, and then halfway through, go back over to see the Cubs. He was at both of those. I, I think there's nine Fergie Jenkins. The guy's signing like crazy. They're worthless. So that kid's one mistake yesterday was not allowing me to forge Phoenix Suns and Los Angeles Clipper uh, autographs on his jersey because, like Brady said, they, you know, how many do you have? And, and after a long period of time, you realize the only autographs that matter are the ones that are done in front of some guy who breaks out those certificates. And I don't know how hard those are. What do you go down to it's the Staples and, and get the, the certificate? You can buy yeah. those certificates. So it's easy. Forgery and it's is the, the uh, amount that are out there. Right. But it's also prove it. I, like I said, Steve Nash used to sign everything. Steve Nash signed a bunch of stuff I didn't want him to sign once. I what? Like, yeah, I was at a table. And Steve Nash was going by at a hat and a shirt sitting on the table. And Steve Nash just assumed everybody wanted his autograph. And he wrote on the shirt... And I'm looking over, and he's on the hat. I'm like, hey, you're wrecking my hat. Huh? He goes, oh, I thought this was the autograph table. I'm like, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but ask, Nash. That's because he's just signing stuff, not looking. <laughs> yeah, he and wouldn't he, pay then attention. And he sees Megan. Yeah, well. He's just signing stuff. Looking I, had, I tried to get uh, him to sign Megan's cans, and she did it. She squeezed them together and said, will you sign these? And he goes, I would if my daughter wasn't with me. And he pointed down, and there's like Ooh. a six-year-old standing there at the time. I'm like, oh. Earmuffs and look the other way, I kid. just pointed to her, and I'm like, what a whore, right, Steve? <laughs> But not his daughter, Megan. I didn't say that about his daughter. <laughs> Who knows? It's been a long time. She's in her early twenties. Maybe he thought that. Yeah. It's, well, yeah. Maybe. Well, that's why he wrecked all my stuff. <laughs> writing on it. It's like a child with a marker. He was writing on all my things. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. And he laughed because I'm like, you're wrecking my hat. It was a brand new son's hat. It wasn't. We weren't supposed to have that. I was with my friend Jeff Bowers, and he goes, he wrecked mine too. <laughs> Signing everything. But I can't prove Steve Nash did that. I have that hat with his autograph on it. I can't prove Steve Nash did that. I just yeah. have the story, and you have to take my word for it. Otherwise, it could be me in, in my room, uh, you know, faking Steve Nash stuff. Put it in a uh, plastic cube, plexiglass cube. Big money. It, Big money. Is it? Until some, <laughs> the presentation. Uh, yeah, that, it looks great. I've spent $100 on this $20 hat with a signature I can't prove. So, to the kid last night, you know, you're lucky. His dad didn't stand up and try to beg for a T-shirt from the Sun's Soul Squad. Oh, I did. Nah, he was busy <laughs> on the phone doing something. I don't know. but Nice people. I actually really enjoyed chatting with them because they were basketball fans. So it was like we got to talk basketball all night while we're watching the game that close. And those seats are pretty awesome right down close. Doug Hopkins sits right behind the visitor's bench. I don't like his seats because you can't see over the team. Like the team is, they're all 12 feet tall. The other side's pretty great. If you ever get a chance, if you've got millionaire friends, I highly recommend you hit them up for floor seats someday. I did it. Great. It was pretty awesome. It, it's amazing, but you are in the well. If you're on the I if, mean, if you're on the bench side, it sucks. Yeah, I, I, I don't was, like that side. I was across from the bench. You cross, that's where we were. We were right there on the. It was awesome, but 
And that kid, the guy did toss him a T-shirt, which was nice. The problem with the T-shirts, the free T-shirts they give away, is because it's a welcome to America. They're like double XLs. And this little kid's not going to eat. That's going to be a dress on him for another six or seven years. And it's it was a cool shirt, too. I was actually, that's a really neat. Man, I'm missing out. Throwing yeah, you, out double you, XLs they're now? They're throwing out Brady Usually shirts. Usually it's mediums and larges. <laughs> no, double XL. This thing was gargantuan. I'm like, I would throw it back. That's a fumigation tent for you. You're not going to wear that anytime soon. But as Thad said, because he couldn't stop staring at me last night, I am a badass. And I got a kid a T-shirt. And I feel pretty good about that. And the weird thing was, and I don't know why the guy did it, the dude throwing out the T-shirts because they have the cannon guy, the gorilla shooting the cannon, and then there's people chucking them way far. And then we're right right close. And I've noticed over the last, I don't know, year or so of going all the time that they always toss one to someone in the front row. Usually it's a hot chick. Sometimes it's a kid, but rarely. And uh, the, the guy didn't make eye contact with me, and I'm just kind of pointing at the kid. I'm the only one standing up. I'm like, just give it to him. He won't shut up, and he's having like a night he wants things. And he's the only kid around. The guy's just eyeballing deep, throws a couple of deep ones, and then he's eyeballing and just kind of gives a little no-look pass to the kid. And I'm like, all right, that was pretty cool. And then I did think the same thing. I'm like, it is kind of a dick move because all those people in the cheaper seats way up there didn't get the free. This kid's got the life, man. He's living the life. He's getting free things handed to him, quite literally just handed to him because he was a foot and a half away from the guy throwing the shirts. But it was pretty neat. And he was excited. He was thrilled until he opened it up and realized, hey, Brady could fit in this. I'm like, you know about Brady? Everybody does. Uh, Give it to your friend. You know what you never see, though? A kid catch a shirt and hand it to the person who bought the tickets. I've seen it at baseball games. That would be the best kid in the world. A good kid would do that. A good, well-trained kid would do that. Because I've seen so many times where... They'll throw a baseball into the crowd or a foul ball happens, and then they go, give it to a kid, and you got to give it to the kid who's been milking the night all night anyway. It would be great if a kid got hold of it and just, here you go, Dad. How great would that be? Yeah, that is first game. It's, a you know, the guy that catches it has been going to games his whole life yeah, yeah. trying to finally paying, get one. Paying for it. <laughs> finally gets that, psh, ah, my hand. It's killing me. It hurts. And you got a hand. My dad did it to me. He caught a baseball in Pittsburgh at Three Rivers Stadium. Off the bat of Rodney Scott, I believe, of the Montreal Expos. None of that exists anymore. Sitting there, bounced off the press box and came screaming back at us. Hit my dad in the hand. Made a smack sound you'll never forget. Crowd goes, blah, it was a great catch. Sits there and I'm just looking at it like, well, well, old man. And he hands it to me and I cherish it. I loved it. But it was, uh, I did nothing for that. He paid for the ticket. He got us up there. He drove from... Godforsaken West Virginia all the way to Pittsburgh, an hour and a half on a work day. Drag his dumb kid up there to see the Expos play. Why? And then uh, he catches a foul ball, and this little grown-up tick of sperm that he didn't want is sitting next to him going, Give it to me! With, you know, probably a thank you. Maybe. Maybe a thank you. And meanwhile, his hand's broken because that ball stung him so bad. Smack! Get some good rotation yeah. on it. It would have been great, though, as, uh, on the Jumbotron, the digitized it, if I'd have just looked and went, no, 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 this is for you, and give it back. Like, what a great kid that would be. Your kids all stink. Not and happening. then double down on Kiss Cam. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we made out. But that, they didn't have Kiss Cam yet. 
It was just a West Virginia thing at the time. Drew Haybatter used to go down to the batting cages underneath the clubhouse. During For those the game. of you just joining us, Drew Haybatter used to be a man caught, a man dressed as an idiot wandering around, <laughs> and it was played by five years played by Brady Bug. I'd go down to the batting cages below the uh, clubhouse and get about ten balls and hand them out randomly. Baseballs just yeah. autographed or just regular balls? Just regular balls, and people would hand in out between the innings. Yep, just pitch them out there. People yep. love that. that it's weird. If you caught a foul, foul ball at a stadium and there was some little kid sitting next to you giving it to him? See, like I was in a conversation with this guy and his kid last night. Had I not said word one to them and I caught that, Thad Mason thinks I'm you know a hero for yeah. pointing it because I, I kind of developed a little bit of a thing with the, with the kid and his dad. Like we had chatted. So I was like, ah, he wants a T-shirt. I'll help out. I'm taller than the people here. So the guy throwing the shirts will see me if I stand up. Nobody else got up. Had I not had that conversation with his dad and him, I would have gone, I would have defaulted to my natural setting, which is everyone's an asshole. Probably not. And we've been sitting next to each other all night. We're not even, we haven't said a peep. I would have kept the shirt. <laughs> even my shirt. Especially when I opened it up and it's a double X, I'd have been like, Merry Christmas, Brady. <laughs> Regifting time. I'm going to this one. It's going to be pretty good. Can I have that shirt, mister? Like this kid, but. Have your dad buy you a shirt, son. This is mine. I work hard for these seats, even though if they were given to me for free, I would have had to pretend. So, yes. How I, much I, for the shirt? Yeah, and then if the dad broke a checkbook <laughs> out, I'm like, well, now we're cooking down here on the floor seat guy. No, but they were really cool people. So I was all for that kid getting something because it is a moment. Like, yeah, I, I sure. remember being a kid and, the, man, I was 17 when the gorilla high-fived me. We used to have baseline seats at the old stadium. And the gorilla comes running by and gives me a high five, and I was in heaven until I realized dude in the suit is sweating so hard, it's coming through the suit, and he juiced my hand, Ugh. the high five, and I looked, and grayish black sweat, because the suit was dying his sweat a color, Ugh. was running down my wrist, and I mean, it was like I grabbed a sponge and squeezed it, and I think he knew, and I got, it like was- a charcoal filter. Oh, the best moment of my entire athletic life, and this has just because we were on the baseline, Kevin Johnson, I believe he dunked on uh, somebody. Not the Elijah one. Not the Elijah one dunk. No, he dunked on. I, I, I don't Tell know, it that way. My, I, he dunked. Remember that dunk on Elijah one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because who can prove it, right? <laughs> That's right. And there is video, but I don't. I had hair. No one goes beyond the <laughs> high fighting down the line. Kevin Johnson uh, dunked on. Okay, Hakeem Olajuwon, but I think it was Golden State. Remember the week or two that Hakeem played for the Warriors? I do. And he dunked on him. It might have been Minute Bowl. There was a, it was something crazy. He shouldn't have done it. And he dunked, and he stood at the baseline and just flexed. And I'm from me to you. And I flexed back. We just did this scream together. <laughs> Mirrored him. And just started smashing high fives. And I'm like, Gah! and he was about my height. I, was, I guess I was 20. I had to be about 18 or 20. And, I mean, I'm just flexed out with Kevin Johnson. We're just smacking high fives, and the crowd's going nuts. And then um, uh, my friend was with me, and we we're having – it was awesome. And then they replayed it on those awful awesome. screens of me and him going, Gah! and I'm like, God, this is amazing. <laughs> it's the best moment I've ever had. And I wasn't a kid, but I felt like I was six. Back then, the screens look like you're watching a Game Boy, a large screen, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was like rubbing sand in your eyes and trying to watch TV. But. <laughs> yeah! yeah. It's me. I'm the, I'm the 16-bit character to the left. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah. And then he hit me with a hammer, and I turned into flames. 
It was a, yeah, it was a, uh, there's great moments though. So maybe that kid had, I will say this, the kid who got the t-shirt that I uh, begged for for him last night, uh, eh, he was happy. It wasn't, I don't think that was his first t-shirt. He'll remember for, I don't know. The amount of information going through, at least a month. I gotta say, I expected a lot more uh, jubilation. He seems pretty much like this happens all the time. <laughs> That's pretty, his 10th like shirt. I think he's got a closet full of these. And his oh, dad, his dad, go, his the, dad did oh. say, hey, that's a good one. Like, they can comp uh, to older ones. Put that in your collection. Yeah, that's a good one. This is one you keep. You don't get, we'll give that to the people in the upper deck. Now let's go down to the locker room and tell them they had a great game. <laughs> I even said that last night because we, for some reason, my friend's wife, uh, Kristen, was like, there's a, uh, a shop up on the second level. I want to go grab some stuff. Like, shop on the, there's shops on the first level. What are we going up there for? The trolls are up there. I'm going to the second level. You're fine. We're going on that escalator, and I'm like, there's the suites. There's level B suites. Oh, God, here we are on level two. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, I, I told him, she goes, why do you hate it up here so much? I'm like, the people, somebody might see me up here. This is embarrassing. <laughs> if, I'm seen, if I'm seen in the second level, people are going to think, oh, okay, KUPD's not doing very good. Look you went up to, like, Maryvale level? Yes. What were you doing up there? Well, well, I'll tell you exactly so you happened. put your hat and sunglasses oh, on. I, oh, I went, I, I had a scarf. I looked like, I looked <laughs> like Jacqueline, Ke- I looked Jackie Onassis Kennedy walking around up there. <laughs> covered in stuff. Like, people can't see me. This is terrifying. And uh, sure enough, I come around the corner, and here comes Anthony from Eric's Family Barbecue and his whole crew. Umberg! I'm like, oh, no, shut up. We got pictures. We got pictures of me on the second level. I'm like, this nice. is terrible. Should have made them go down to the first level and take well, pictures. Well, that's what I know. said. If you guys want to photograph anything, I don't want any evidence of this. Well, that's why you went up, to give the fans an opportunity that is for a couple of photos. That is opposite of why I went up. <laughs> I went up because I was drug up by others. I would never set photo in the second level. I want to see how the other half lives. I've lived it. I, that's why I. That's why I kept my money and I can be in the bottom floor now. I've seen how the other half lives because I, I used to be I the other it half. last week. Ugh. Yeah, you were in a concert. Darn it, John is right. (laughs) It's horrible (laughs) up there. Just horrible. (sighs) That's why I like that mullet center. It makes everybody feel like a millionaire. There is no second deck. And they're charging you prices like you are a millionaire. It's like $175 to go see the Coyotes lose. But, uh, yeah, it's the second level scares me. Yeah, and people are like, "Ah, you're a snob. I'm like, yeah, I've been there. You'll be a snob, too, the second you graduate out of it. Nobody wants to be up there. I had, like, Super Bowls and stuff are different. You'll sit in, because I am garbage at a Super Bowl. You're just Bowl. getting in. Look, I am the poorest guy at a Super Bowl. It was amazing how much money you oh. saved at that place. Second level, but Ridiculous. I probably wouldn't do it again. But the, uh, yeah, I'm not going up to that second level. I even asked Anthony, I'm like, you're, you're a lower level guy. What are you doing? Yeah, my friend's got the ticket. I'm like, all right. And you already said, yeah, I'll go, yeah. not knowing. Yeah, well, that's, and that's, that's a rule. Dale, Dale Hellestray. <laughs> I would ask him, I'm like, hey, you want to go to the Suns game? Where are the tickets? I'm like, that's just rude. It's a yes or no. This, <laughs> but he just, qualifies. But he, well, I'm not going sitting up with the riffraff. And I'm like, I'm with you, Dale. <laughs> you think I'm going to sit with the riffraff? You and I will go. We'll have to, are they good seats? Yes, they're good seats. And then we had ones that uh, he had to climb over a seat to get in. Oh. Uh, the moonshot was easier. Clock, trying, wow. to get, oh, trying to get Dale over a seat. It happened? I could figure out the math on how to get a car to Venus easier than I could Dale into that chair from one row behind. 
Did, so we had to walk all the way around to another section. He was fuming. It you was almost hilarious. maybe had to borrow that crane that's at the uh, oh. <laughs> that's the Chase Field pool <laughs> yeah, to lower the yeah to get the, the handicap, handicap in. people in. Yeah. I've never understood why anybody does that either. That that's got to be some sort of ADA thing. It is okay that you have to have a handicap because I've I, look people in wheelchairs they go through enough. The last thing you need to do is have some guy slung over your shoulder while you load him into the. The contraption to drop them, to dip them like a tea bag into the pool and chase field and just leave them kind of dangling on the other end like bait. Like, it's like you're chumming with the with crippled. Oh, I saw they can't they swim around. Instagram the other day, the guy had no arms, no legs, and they just chuck him in the pool. <laughs> well, that's fun <laughs> as long as it's not some embarrassing contraption. Let him fend for himself. <laughs> Turn him into a, a float. But that thing, it's a, I've never seen it used. I don't know if you. Have. I haven't either. But they've got that crane at the end, and they'll. Drop somebody in. They take them out of the chair. And somebody, you know, disconnects all their feeding tubes and plops them in that chair. So they're just like a buoy in the pool. Yeah, then, and then they, they just kind of sit there and everybody's having... Yeah, it's like a an occasionally swing chair. They shout, throw it to me! And somebody throws them a beach ball and just, boink, just goes off their head. Doing, doing. Fun! All right, pull them out. Where's a, the next cripple? It's a water pinata for the uh, batters. <laughs> hit a home run in the pool. Can you imagine how get a free steak if you terrible it would be if you had... That bobber sitting there tied to the side of the pool. And like, look at me. I'm just like you. Everything's great again. And that there's a deep drive. That one's going right to the pool. Oh, no. Oh, it smashed during into the that. game, incredible. But what you want to do is you want real action. Put him in during batting practice. <laughs> well, let's just hope that whatever's wrong with that guy makes it so he can't feel anything. Because that ball hit him just dead square in the chest. Okay, I don't feel from the neck down. Ah, lucky day. Nothing. Somebody glue that ball to that guy's hand. That would be a drop mic radio video. (laughs) We just end the show right there. That would be the last one. That's when we recognize, you know what, our time has come, guys. It's time (laughs) to end the radio videos. Anyway, uh, so yes, Thad, Mason, you were right. I was pretty awesome last night, and uh, I'm glad I got right. I don't do it for the recognition, but when someone recognizes me, I'm more than happy to tap dance all around that. So... Wonderful me last night, Brady. That's what we're starting the show with. Great job. What, thank you. Wonderful. Wonderful me. Helping out the youth. That's what I'm known for. People around the city know that. They, you know, there's guys in Queen Creek that won't stop videotaping about how great I am to kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the children. Oh, you just gave me an idea that I never did. And maybe someone at the Suns Fun Crew. Yeah, that, that's not what it's called, but okay. Whatever. They can shoot the shirts and the handicap wells. Once at the chairs that they can't catch, you know, try to hit them. Try to land one? Yeah. <laughs> try to place, try to need, you, like a golf shot and you try to stick your landing? Chase Field, there's open pits there. Sometimes they're packed. Yeah. Packed with cripples. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So no one would ever know. Yeah. And and it wouldn't trigger any of them to have a gun aimed at them because I'm pretty sure that a couple of them had, <laughs> that, had, had that's why they're level. in the chair. <laughs> He's aiming at me. I've been through this once before. No, 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 no. That one's just T-shirts. No. This one's one's not going to cut your spine in half like the last one. He's typing something. Maryvale Todd. (laughs) Get shot. That guy looks just like him. No, no, no. It's all right. He's going to hit me. (laughs) Tim can't catch it. It's coming right at me. Please, someone reach forward. You know what I'd like to do is just have, oh, this sounds terrible, but it's funny. If you were in the handicap section, I would put all of the Hawkings close together. Because there's always a couple Hawkings. When you see that, you see that two or three of them that are fully computerized now. You want a covey, a, a covey of Hawkings? 
I went, yeah, I went a, a murder of Hawkins. <laughs> and I went, I went like four or five of them in a row. And then the rest around there. And then just stand behind them during the national anthem to hear, all of them in like unison. Just mic them all up. Yeah, mic them up and let them do it. And nobody ever, and just right before it starts, go, with one of those tuning things. Oh, that'd be great. And to, then have the Stoma Choir the next week. Look. Four Hawkings with a sense of humor out there. I promise you this. I will get the sons to put you on the floor for the Hawking Barbershop Quartet. I promise you. And we'll roll out because the audience wouldn't know what to do. Why aren't they standing for the anthem, they'd say. <laughs> but all four of them roll out there. And then we have the... For the anti-smoking campaign. Yeah, well, no, that's that stoma thing. I don't want those. But that's, uh, that's disturbing. Hey. And you did it to yourself. Like all the, 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 the audience could be mad at the stoma people. Four Hawkings, they're like, um, it could be natural. It could be a car wreck. It could be a bullet. Just be nice to them. And let them, let them computerize the entire anthem together in harmony. I would pee. It's mic'd up so loud you can hear the keys typing. Fans, please welcome... They can't type. It's not that. If they can type, they can talk. They're the ones that have, the to, they have to throw the letters with their eyes. They, they got the Tesla wheelchairs the that are all computerized. <laughs> right. and all those things are awesome. <laughs> but it would all be pre-programmed. They're not going to type it out letter by letter. I thought you could hear the machine. I want some preparation out of these guys. I don't want them to do it on the fly. <laughs> they forgot to program the national anthem into my voice box. Give it a second, please. You're skipping words, Todd. Anyway, that would be fun. Please welcome the Stephen Hawking Barbershop Quartet. That's right. I know what you're thinking, but don't laugh. It would be rude. <laughs> Here we go. Anyway, so that's it. Fad, Fad noticed me last night. I'm a good person. Now I'm allowed to do something terrible today because I was so nice to that kid last night. He's probably got a closet full of those shirts. Sitting up close like that. Tommy Biltmore had a great game. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't talk Tommy to his dad about what he did. And his dad uh, is traveling around doing NBA games. He's going to, he's like, yeah, I'm heading off to, he's going to Dallas to watch a game in a couple of weeks. So he's got, he's got some NBA ties. I don't know if th- those weren't his regular seats and I don't know how he got them, but I think he got them online. He wasn't broke. Let's just say that. But the shirt meant something to that kid. No matter how much you have. If you're poor, if you're loaded, if you're a kid. And somebody from the floor gives you something. That would be pretty. But he was talking to Chris Paul, which was hilarious, trying to get an autograph during the game. Uh, it's 6-14. Let's get right to it. Now, what what great thing will I do today, I wonder? I don't know. You guys, so many. You guys are watching. So many options. And usually, <laughs> as you keep your eyes on me, you won't be disappointed. You'll see me do some golden ticket moment with a kid. And like, there he goes again. That guy just gives and gives, he does. Uh, you give us a wake-up song. We'll give you that, too. 585-9800. A good one. We'll start the day off beautifully. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. 98 We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. 
Play it now with Game Pass. That noise is still awesome. Thank you, Alliance. Uh, that is our theme song for the year, and I'm enjoying it each and every day. Uh, well done. Our funniest listener, Scott Haynes, is firing off <clears throat> one after another names for the four Stephen Hawkings that would be singing the national anthem in my dream world. Pentarobotics, the four-wheel tops, boys to men to robots. I really like this one. New limited edition. <laughs> Tony, 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 and tune-up. Uh, the miracles, they're alive. <laughs> the stumptations. The man has wasted his entire morning. <laughs> Sly in the family of stones. <laughs> well done, Scott. As usual. Well done. Uh, and then I got an email after my uh, amazing story uh, that was witnessed last night by a man named Thad of how wonderful I am to children. It says, uh, Jordan says, Holmberg, you sound like you've got baby fever. And it's effing disgusting. Stop it. You're right. I agree. I don't want to sound like that. That's terrible. Speaking of, I got an email. I saved it last night. Listen to this. It says, uh, last night, I don't know if that means yesterday or two nights ago. Either way. I caught my girlfriend breastfeeding my nephew. He's three. She and I babysit the kid pretty much every day. My sister's at work. Uh, I didn't know a woman can start making milk just by wanting to. If a baby latches on a few times, her body will actually start feeding it. I'm completely creeped out. I confronted my girlfriend. I was very angry. She's in tears. Uh, I haven't been able to sleep. My girlfriend's begging me not to say anything to anyone, so naturally I turn to you. (laughs) Uh, This isn't a what would Brady do. I think it's more of a, hey, Brett, can we talk? What do I do with this, Victor? Ew. It's the hand that rocks the cradle. Does his sister yeah. know? By the way, I threw down to that scene. Remember when Rebecca DeWernay, she started making milk because she wanted to? That's where I learned that. Yeah. Hand that rocks. If you watch the movie Hand That Rocks the Cradle, which is pointless and useless, except for the scene where Rebecca DeMornay breaks out the milkers, and they're massive, and then she breastfeeds a baby. And she it, was hot then. Somehow or another, it's sexy. Like, it's hot. Now, and once a baby's on there, it's like, ew. Yeah, yeah. But when she's got him out, you can pause pre-latch. it. Pre-latch. Oh, pre-latch, just holding the baby like maybe she's going to throw it or something. The, the boobs are out, and they look magnificent. And then she starts breastfeeding that kid. And then uh, Annabella Sciorra, the real mom's like, you won't. Like, she's the baby's not eating. And finds out later that she's been feeding. I don't know what kind of crazy you got on your hands there. But that's crazy. Out. Out. Especially if the sister doesn't know. Right. She's doing it. Well, she, nobody knows. She's doing it yeah, on the sly to be like fake mom. El she's creepo. bananas. Especially if this guy doesn't want kids. Obviously, she does. Oh, yeah. Because that's why she's breaking them kids well, out. But you know what you're supposed to do? Wait your turn. Yeah. If you want kids, that's fine. You can't. That doesn't mean you can be a mother to everybody. You got a nutbag on your hands there, Victor. Go to Dr. Lynn. Yes. Immediately. Well, don't Try put to play one the next 30 days, right. you know, out, and then have fantastic sex for two weeks and break it off. <laughs> Just break it off. This one's yeah. bananas. No, you're you're going you're, to you're, you're be in a courtroom eventually. trap. Especially if you do like Brady said and go get the vasectomy, and then she's just unable to have a kid with you and start... You know, just stealing kids. To she's she's on top horrified. of that. Just a tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't and know. imagine if she gets pregnant and it's a whole uh, you know Mari deal where he's not the father. Well, that doesn't matter so much as that she's going to start stealing other Get people's out. kids. Yeah, you don't want to be around any of what's going to happen next. I thought you said the Amari thing. The Amari. Oh yeah. really? So, it's Mori. Brady. Mori. Calls him, Brady calls him Mari. He's 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 treated it up a little bit. 
Welcome to the Amari Show, player. That's Amari what I hear when, they, when they're yelling at him. <laughs> That's right, Mari. But, uh, yeah, I don't care if she goes and gets pregnant somewhere else. Good. Get get her off your hands. Yeah. But, Victor, this Bounce. is... Run. I wouldn't come anywhere close to that. And that sentence is dead on the uh, dead on accurate. I wouldn't come anywhere close to that. <laughs> yeah, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Oh, this, oh man. Can you imagine what else she's hiding? She's been secret feeding babies on the sly? Oh, man. And how come you don't know? Shouldn't they be squirting on you a little bit? Maybe he's not doing anything. I mean, he's, not, he's not playing around with those things. Yeah. She might have been keeping them off. Oh, that's true, too. Ouch. They, oh, I got, it's almost my nipples hurt. Yuck. Ladies are like, a, that's how crazy a woman's brain is. It can just talk her body into feeding other, like, yuck. Anyway, well, good luck to you, Victor, but thanks for sharing with us the grossest girlfriend in Arizona. She might be, <laughs> she might be a nominee for one of our bag of the year awards. I don't know what you, I'm like, if the sister doesn't know, and the baby's getting, and it's three, by the way, isn't that a little late? Yeah. Now we're starting to borderline, like, creep show this deal. I mean, I don't know how long they do that for. I'd... I think you can go until you stop. Well, like, they have that, that well, No, no, I mean, as far as the kid. Yes, well, the how kid long could, the kid normally would go. 12? What's the norm, I guess? Norm would be like, I would imagine, a year or two. We Ready? talked about you it years get... ago. Yeah. But that documentary. In, that little boy was eight English, years old. Yeah. Latched on to mom. Because so long and as the kid keeps be, going. She'd be standing there and he'd just latch latch on. Yeah. It's like a primed well. If you just keep doing it, your body's like, all right, we'll just keep producing. You can feed that kid for years if you want. And evidently, you get enough. Well, they've always said that if a guy spends enough time there, he can make it happen. Hmm. Yeah, the guy said, uh, why hasn't he noticed that his wife's jugs are skeeting milk? <laughs> It's true. Ugh. Yeah, especially if they get yeah. full, they're going to be. Ugh. They're going to look great if she's filling up. But man, oh, Shevitz, what a looney tune. Scott Rudd, are you sure she isn't already pregnant? Make that plan B smoothie oh, immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should start that over at smoothie stores. And would you like uh, Jamba Juice and plan B in candy? that, sir? I would like that very much. You can hide a lot of crushed up pills in a smoothie. <laughs> you plan like a beer. fat burner or a, a, a plan B? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want some wheat germ in that or, you know, plan B pills? I need the plan B one with bananas. However you say that, Akiai, Asiai, Asiai. Anyway, good luck, Victor. Thanks for sharing. But that's the kind of lunacy that's going on around this world. And she wants to babysit the kid so bad when he caught her, he yelled at her. And she's like, don't say anything to anyone. I'll stop. I'll stop. I'm like, stop. Well, what's next? And what will she do if, like, this calms down and she does have her own kid? You're going to be gone. You're, oh. you're, you're just a donor at that point. You're, you're just going to be a guy who shows up, drops a check off. You're going to be the least important person in the world. Run from this now, nutbag. Make the call today. Yeah, today. You're done. Victor, all of us agree. It's time to just go, I can't. She's going to go nuts, though, because it's his nephew. So she's babysitting. She's out on all of it. She's not only breaking up Is with him. Is that breaking the law? Has to be. It, it's it has know. to be a law. To, to breastfeed someone else's kid? Without I, them knowing it? It's got to be a law against I, that. I, I'll Google it. Hang on. It's got to be. 
But in a way, I guess if you just gave some other kid a hamburger, it's the same thing. Ugh. If you were just feeding them burgers. And you're the babysitter. So you're yeah, but that's, a meal. that's uh, there's a difference. Sure. One's exchanging bodily fluids. I guess. In a, you make it sound so dirty. Well, it'd go under that. Yeah. But <laughs> apparently yeah. somebody's already asked this question. It isn't illegal, but it's very unkind and quite uneducated. There's yeah. nothing wrong with nursing your baby. But that, I don't know. No, but unbeknownst to you. Yeah, yeah. No. That's what I'm trying to find, yeah. yeah. On the sly. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's Breastfeeding my kid. I know they're surrogates or the, you know, they have those, uh, what do they call them? The, the, the maidens that come over yeah. there that, uh, something nursing or. Wet nurse? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. Yuck. You can bring some jugs to your house. Yeah. Some stunt jugs? Yeah. Because <laughs> your, yours don't work right because you're an inadequate woman. I love saying stuff like that because they get so angry. <laughs> the, the, like the ones who can't have babies when you're, oh, you're frigid. Stop! I'm like, you're the one who said you can't have kids. I just threw a word on it. Why am I the bad guy? You're not supposed to put a spotlight on it. You're the one who told me. Look, eggless. Yeah. <laughs> Look here, dried up. Hey, Sahara, that's enough. It's Sarah. Yeah, that's what you think, Sahara. Attorney Michael Bernstein says it's not only illegal without your consent, but morally questionable. Oh, it's morally questionable. Yeah. But yeah, there's no law against it, I guess. So good luck. Yeah. But run from her. Immediately, I mean, if not sooner. That, that woman is great. You're going to be a Dateline special. But I would be very careful on how you break up because you're telling her also you can't be with me. And that means you can't be with this nephew anymore. So she's losing her, you know. You're literally taking someone off the teat. You're dead. Make sure he's not skipping out any meals. Oh, that baby is going to get stolen. That oof. Way or go. she's going to kill you. Way to go, Victor. Oh, somebody's getting stabbed. Go to MMP Guns and... Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Today. Arm yourself <laughs> against the lactating lunatic. <laughs> be a great Dateline special, though, when mm-hmm. Keith Morrison comes in. And her milk jugs were full, and she wanted to feed people, but it was against the law. Or was it? She checked online and realized it wasn't. She was free to feed any baby she wanted, just with her mental capacity. So she did. And that's when Victor got stabbed in the face. (laughs) Vet your girls a little faster. That question of, you know, credit score is very important. How are you and your dad doing? Do you want kids like now? And you'll watch baby fever hit a girl. You know, one of the best tests I've ever seen in my life... To find out who the lunatic girls are in the office is when another one has a baby and brings it in. We've talked about this. Human baby, I call it. When human baby comes into the building. Now, I do it with puppies, but it makes sense because puppies are adorable and then they're puppies. Everybody loves a puppy. When human baby comes into a building, the lunatic ladies, usually the ones who are either past their prime and can't have kids anymore or they're Saharas and they never could. (laughs) will run like chimpanzees from wherever they're standing, screaming, there's a baby, there's a baby. And they'll do that. Their hands are hitting the ground when they're running. They're running. Ah, 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 baby, human baby. And they haul ass in there like they can keep it. And then you know, oh, God, Ashley has baby fever, and it's dangerous. Just tra- traipse through the building with a human baby. No. Do it. Watch. And then just keep notes, okay? Uh, Jill's bananas. Uh, Mary's bananas. Uh, they're all cra- and then the ones that- because if you don't react like that, 
You're frigid. You, you, well, no, if you know, frigid are the ones that react that way. Uh, frigid, are the, no, the ones that can't have babies are the ones that they're the mental basket cases that lose it when one's in the lobby. The but ones I'm saying, have, if you're not the one that does that, no, you're usually a person who had kids be... and realizes how awful it is. Most of the time, the ones who have been calmed by it are the ones who have had one and go, "Ugh, babies, yuck," or they're almost grandmas. You know, they're in their mid-50s, and they're kind of getting to that phase where, like, ah, oh, oh, babies. It just reminds them that they used to be young and useful. Now they're to spoil all, them. Yeah, now, now they're kind of, their bodies have all dried up, and I remember a time when they were functioning. And now they can't. They can't even fake breastfeed anymore. Their boobs, just everything on their body quits at about 52. And that's not, that's not, that's not Don Lemon talking. That's science. But, you know, what are you going to do? But, yeah, human babies are great test because you will find out which ones are aching for one and probably can't have one, and they lose it. Now, I do it for puppies. If I see puppies, I'm going to run around. But you know what I also have a theory on? If you had an orphanage come and pen up six or seven babies in the lobby, you'd get no takers. But every time the Humane Society or, uh, you know, uh, Lost Our Home comes down or the Animal Welfare League says, hey, we're going to bring you puppies, there's a crew of people. Like, is this one available? Is that we'll try to take them. But orphans? It's, it's, you might as well say, hey, we've got the plague in the lobby. If you guys are interested, nobody's going down there to pet the orphans. It's not a thing. It'd be a great experiment. Unless they're left handed the Dominican kid. That <laughs> would be, well, if you've got a Southpaw Dominican <laughs> who's sitting there in a, you know, a red, white, and blue Dominican Republic yeah, shirt with a ball glove on, you're like, I'm interested in this one. What's his story? Oh, his parents were killed in some natural disaster or something. Crushed by a building, eh? And uh, he's a lefty, you say? Let's go have a catch. <laughs> Let me go see if you can pump a few in. <laughs> What's his pitch count? Like 12, 15? What are we looking at? Was he wearing a milk jug? That's his glove. Man, this kid can field, I bet. <laughs> but I, it wouldn't be much of an experiment, Brady, to put baby orphans down there puppies. and puppies. I guarantee you the crowd's around the puppies. There's kittens For even. sure, because, you know. Because you want to take, take one of those home. You want to take a puppy home. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. Worst a lot easier to raise. For about eight months at Rex, your sprinklers. That's about it. Maybe peas and poops in the house a little. For 23 years, this orphan, whose parents probably had a drug a- a problem, was going to just it was probably stab you in your sleep a couple times. They're going to contact priests, try to do exorcisms, figuring out what's going on. And therapy. They'll be in therapy trying to, oh, how come it's so mean to us? Puppy. Ten, twelve years go by. It's giving you all of its, its love and its caring, and then you're like, you do the right thing, and you're done with it. Yeah, puppy piles, adoptable puppies, and adoptable kids in a lobby. There is no contest. One would be considered awful immediately by just about everybody. There's seven or eight babies available for adoption. They're just, you know, the <laughs> Sunny Acres is walking them from building to building. It's like, Get them out of here. That's just weird. But that welfare legal sometimes come by with some brand new German shepherds. This place goes bananas. It's a keeper. And never once have I seen a woman just break her can out and try to start feeding a puppy. <laughs> but they'll do it to babies. Speaking of uh, misery, uh, as parents, another high five from Brett for Dr. Lynn. Dr. Lynn, Sunrise Urology. They're trying to pass a law here in the state of Arizona that when you graduate from high school, that ain't the end. Now you got to do a test. And they're going to have a, a, a certified graduations, basically, where you're like, all right, congratulations. You went through the first steps. Pass this test and you're out. None of your kids are going to pass a test on the way out. and They're just going to be stuck in high school for another year. Miserable. 
So these deadbeats are going to sit around and have second-year seniors. You're going to have second-year seniors like crazy. There's no way any of them pass tests. You give them a test the day after they graduate, good luck. 7 to 10% success rate there. Only the nerd shall prevail, and they'll be going to those schools. They were going to do well anyway. Your average kid, forget it. If they make them test out of high school, they'll be there for five or six years, some of them. I'd have failed that. I, I blazed through my senior year. I thought that's what finals were. Finals are to pass each class. <laughs> I know. Then imagine, <laughs> your an, imagine an your SAT year. is a requirement to get out of high school. And now you have to score a certain because I know certain people that, you know, got like 700s on their SATs. Would they, They'd still be in high school. You're going to have more dropouts from people going, well, I failed the test, but I went through all the stuff. So basically what it would be is you get a GED, you get a lower level diploma if you don't pass the test and you decide not to go back. You pass the test, you get a high school d- diploma. You get like an actual, I did it. <laughs> if I was a parent, I'd be fighting against this so hard. Bare minimum. For your kids to get out of high school, bare minimum. You don't want that to be a big, tall, you know, hurdle for them to go over because your kids are all dumb. I've met them. None of them are going to make it through that test. They are dumb when we were there, too. Yeah, I, I mean, was dumb. I, look, they're all stupid. I was the same. If I'd have had to pass a test to get out of high school, I would have been so scrambled with information, I'd have failed it. I mean, it was one of those cases where you look at it and you're like, you graduate? Really? Exactly. You? Yeah. You're, <laughs> you're out? That. How? Dude, they let me out. I got old D's. I'm like, that was it. <laughs> if they, if that if... standard has to stay really low, like like a 61% on the test and you're graduating. But, man, if they make that like a B or better, most of your dumb kids aren't going to make it out of there. But. Interesting for the ones that say, well, give me the test now. Younger, well, you know, that maybe the, yeah, the smart ones. Like, you can I'll take it. Test out early, yeah. But I still think you have to go through the process. That's what they, you know? they just want you to, the, yeah. Because stay right now, all the way through, right now, you can do that with a GED. Yeah, you can just go. I'll test out. But this is one where there's an actual test after you graduate to get the papers. So you go through the 22 credits or whatever it is to get out of school, and then they give you the papers at the end. Said so you've you've completed the first task, which is getting through your senior year all the way. Now here's a test. Oh, my. Yeah, make that a low bar. Very low. Very low. Because par- I'm doing this for the parents. I, Brady, you don't want Kirby failing and then ending up a second-year senior. The, like, that's the worst thing you can be is a second-year senior. That's detrimental to your future. You're, like, socially, I wonder you're how that mess. will work for, um, you know, kids already commit early to schools on the athletic programs. Yeah, well, if you so fail the test, you're out. Well, yeah, you would. Well, that's wow. that's true. Of I mean, they commit and then they get an F. They can't go. Imagine how you know? it would change Major League Baseball and the NFL and stuff like that. Those kids in college, but those dumb kids that do that, like that, are locked into an, a sport, an athletic thing. If they screw up and don't graduate, that's gone. It's the same thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. You'll see a lot more of it. Sports that's would it. change. Oh yeah, completely. You wouldn't be looking at high schools as like mm, we'll wait to see if you pass the test. Man. But you'd also have an entirely, uh, a brand new industry of people taking tests out for of athletes. Arizona. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right out of, yeah, just out of Arizona. <laughs> I don't know if any other states do it, but keep that bar low. That'd be interesting to see. You've got, a, there are a lot of stupid parents who have had stupid kids. And I don't think asking them to get a high C or better for, for them to move on is a good idea. I think it's a terrible idea. And maybe they just do it like it's like just for the kids who are like, all right, you don't have to go back to school, but you can't get anything started until you pass this test. You can't get your papers until that. 
Otherwise, colleges will be hard. Your, at Mace Community College is going to be full. Like, there's going to be 900,000 students at Mace Community College. You're not going to do a good school if you make them pass a test. They're going to put dorms over there. Oh, at yeah, that point. Yeah, it's going to be the biggest yeah. college in the world. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at that. I'm like, this is a bad idea. Make them just get through the process. High school's not that important in the long run. Just get out of it. That's the only advice I ever give people who have well, high school. Like, just finish. Your parents will yell at you. Get decent grades. Like, Brady's paying top dollar for his kid to go to school. She should have a little obligation to do better than most because it's costing you cash. Public school kids, D and C your way out of that thing. Uh, you're, you're, most of you are just blue-collar average anyway, just like the rest of us. And then get into a, a trade school or a community college and start your life. But high school is not that important. And Toledo's kid. But, yeah, your kid's perfect. Are you trying to have an intervention with me? Right <laughs> is this about what you? Is, right? Does this hurt is you? What's going on? <laughs> is, can you imagine Alex gets through high school and you just wipe oh. your brow and then they have a test for him to make it official? He'd never pass that. We're having a tough time with motivation now as it is. Oh, it's over. Because he's going to be all vaped out day of graduation. Like, what? There's a test and he's going to show up all half pranked. Got a beehive in his head trying to figure out what this test is. Fails that. Goes, I'm not going back. I'm embarrassed. Then a bunch of kids who would graduate are leaving. They're not doubling that test. But the funny thing is, is he's he's still talking about college plans, you know. And I'm like, well, part of the college plan is like they don't just accept you. <laughs> right. I know the I know the rumor is that ASU accepts everyone, but yeah. they're not just going to accept you. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. No, He'll be all right. Not. He'll get. They took me. I look. ASU was, and that was back when they had standards. Now it's. When I went to ASU, it was mostly Asians and, and uh, hot chicks. That was it. They had, I thought you went to MCC. Only. No, I did that too. I, every school in this city I have attended. <laughs> ASU was my fifth of seven years I went wow. for a semester. Five, sixth of seven years, sorry. Then I went back to MCC to clobber that two-year degree. <laughs> you know, in my seventh year of college. And then I'm like, this isn't working out at all. My community college philosophy degree is not going anywhere for me. So I chose the very lucrative and wise decision of radio broadcasting. Oh, <laughs> bull. It worked out, but lucky. I was a, I'm a jackass. I mean, there's a certain recognition of that when you're young going, I'm a jackass, and I have to do something that jackasses do for a living because I'm not going to fit into any other position. Again, I've pointed this out. If the apocalypse comes and there's no need for jackasses, I have no function on this planet. None. I have zero a relevance. Need for There's always a need for a jackass. <laughs> I suppose. I don't see a lot of comedy rolling around those zombie shows. I don't see a dude telling fart jokes and like making fun of cripples a whole bunch on the you know the apocalyptic gear. I never. World War Z did not have a jester. Is there a room for a jester? That's all it is. <laughs> but like I poke a- my head in the rooms and I'd be like, "Hey guys, anybody looking for a few laughs? A jester." Get out of here, you piece of... And then I'm done. There's no reason for... I have no skill. Isn't a jokey guy on Last of Us? I haven't started watching yet. No. The show is void of humor. They try a couple little jokes with the kid, but it's it's met with like... If there's time for love, John, there's time for laughs. There's always time for gay love. <laughs> in modern day television, laughs are secondary to twinks falling in holes and other twinks, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever that thing or that compound he built. Is to keep everybody out, but one twink fell in his trap and then took his heart. Episode three. Yeah, I have no skill, but I was a jackass. Good Lord, the, the pressure I was under to get out of high school, 
And I did it. And then if they'd have said, here's a test to make it official, I'd still be in that room in Dobson going, I'm 50 years old and I can't get through this. I have no idea what a rhombus is. Why are you asking me this? How am I going to use this? You're not. Just learn it. Yeah, that's the worst. I asked that Mr. Ryden, a math teacher at Dobson High School, had hair growing off of his nose. Uh, Every fourth day it would be gone. And every fifth day there would be... Like it's a five over, o'clock shadow. Over the ridge. On, it was right on the ridge <laughs> oh, of his nose. Shaving his nose. Oh, yeah. And every four, like Thursday. Thursday was Ryden's shaving day. There's no way that guy's still alive. But Mr. Ryden would sit with that overhead projector. Shave the tip of the nose, douse it with a little high karate, and teach the kids. <laughs> he oh, would, my God. I would ask him every day. I'm like, Mr. Ryden, honestly, a guy like me, is this ever going to be useful? No, no, John, it, it, it's not. But just learn it and get out. And and teachers started to tell me the secret of success in high school, which was just, kid, shut up, put your nose down and get out of here. Shut the f*** up. Just get out. What's wrong with you? What's wrong? It's like a prisoner asking to get out early. He's got 10 days left. Just get out of here. It's not hard. High school's easy. It's dis- Your distractions and your brains don't work. But, man, if they make you take a test of any sort of, like that, uh, an aptitude test or anything, uh, 90% of them will fail it. Make sure it's a D-level test so people like Brett and I can get out of high school. Thank God. Oh, my teachers would have been all about that. Yep, get him yeah, out. Get, him, get out. him out. He doesn't need to be here anymore. He's a professional jackass. Yeah, Push I barely him in passed Zabrowski's yeah. class. You went to a school that was teaching slaughtering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that was in high school, yeah. Because yeah. they knew. They Even in junior these kids yeah. are idiots. We, they need a skill. Let's Bring that back. Let them kill stuff and then learn how to fend for themselves for meat and like like slipping skin off rabbits and stuff was one of your class. Come on. of course you did <laughs> you brought your own one of the few but i did your, i got my own knife your grandpa probably said you're gonna probably start skinning a lot of stuff now you're 16 <laughs> you're the guy i want to give you my tools and he hands over a, a thing of slaughtering machines let's start off with the garlic yeah is <laughs> what you do shave it from Thin. its nuts to its nuts slice it open like a trout <laughs> You're going to hear the rabbit scream. That's all right. He deserved it. He's a rat. Huh? Anyway, the rabbit. And he gave you this thing you unfold, and it's got hooks and knives and all. I've been using these for skin and meat a long time, boy. Thanks, Grandpa. (laughs) Yeah, Brett slaughtered stuff in high school. High school is not important. Also told him you need to learn to work on cars because it's a fabulous tax shelter. (laughs) To have your own garage. Yep. You can funnel a lot of money through an auto dealership or a car. Well, was that or sanitation business? And I, yeah, just, oh, I was like, yeah. oh, you know. Too obvious. <laughs> you start a body shop. I don't shop. want to be stereotyped, Too you know. <laughs> start a body shop and you have a 7,000 square foot house. Brett's a body, auto body. We work on only Fiat's. How you doing? <laughs> fix it again, We'll Tony. fix it again, Tony's, you know. Sorry, can't help you, Fiat. How do you have so much money? I know you got so many questions. <laughs> Yeah. Right in the book. Brett slaughtered stuff at Gilbert High School. I mean, high school knows that you're mostly dolts. When senior year, my my counselor told me, he goes, you got to get out of this math stuff. And I'm like, I'm no good at it. I said, I'm good at everything. I'm no good at math. And he goes, how about this? Just general accounting. So there I was with a bunch of sophomores in dumb math. I didn't realize I'd been placed in dumb math. <laughs> and we're balancing checkbooks and doing addition. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, this is addition. Like, I'm some math you should be doing. I'm 17. It was the most uh, educational one for dummies, but it was for dummies. Everyone can balance a checkbook if you have half a brain. 
But that was a room full of... There's the issue. And most people don't. But I've sat in that room. I hit my... I hit my. Uh, that's when I felt like I was an accelerated student. You sat in a room with 500 credit scores. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Just baffled by the idea of a ledger and accounting. And I'm like, guys, it's easy. You got 300 bucks. You write a check for 100. You got 200 bucks. Where you put that? <laughs> it, it, there were guys who just didn't know <laughs> what you write and where you write. Look, what deposit? But I still have checks. <laughs> exactly. What's the withdrawal? <laughs> I'm not out. What's the withdrawal? <laughs> Stop adding the extra W. Just, it's when you take money out. Of what? <laughs> they were baffled, and I was the smartest kid in that room, and I'm like, I am in dumb math, and I feel great about it. Mr. Downing was the dumb math teacher, and he always had that spit on his tongue, Yeah, that big oh. white wad. Only teachers have that. They get the weird crusties in the corner, and then the white wad of spit. <laughs> lecture teacher, yeah. It sits on their, it's, it's between their lips, and then they and lick it. Hangs it and it hangs there, too. Yeah. Oh, God damn it, Mr. Downing. And he he basically said, you're in dumb math. He would tell us, you're in dumb math, guys. Anybody who doesn't get out of this probably should hang themselves because this is <laughs> this is the one class your counselors put you in because they know without this, you're going to be in high school for years. And there I was getting D's in algebra because I was an idiot. Algebra was baffling to me, and I still don't know why. And uh, I'm the opposite of little man Tate. Like all the numbers float around, and I never put them together. It's the I, I'm, it's like I'm like it's like I had a stroke. Just numbers are all over the place. But this dumb math, I walked in that thing. I'm like balancing a checkbook. I love money. This is easy. And watched you know. Chad McKinney sitting next to me, staring at me, going, "Oh, you're a genius, man! You're a genius!" I'm like, no, it's it's easy. Here's the, you put it in terms of money, and I can do it. I got five hundred and forty three dollars. Chad, I just wrote you a check for a hundred. How much do I have? Well, I have a hundred. No, but you got to add that to what you had before. How much do I have? You had a hundred bucks. You gave me a hundred bucks. No, Chad, I have four hundred and forty three dollars now. Why? Okay, where do I write that? I'm like, settle down. We're all right. Just calm down. But it's still the, it's still better in X times Y equals yeah. Z. Oh, didn't I get it? Yeah. I, and there was no. Push. I get busy every time yeah. Kirby asks. Yeah, yeah, oh, I, I wish I could help. Out of my place. Go see your mom. <laughs> she she knows better. Than you know when you were in dumb math <laughs> when the when the room you were in had like half the lights all the other rooms in school. Had. <laughs> 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 Flicker. <laughs> Flickering lights in a trailer. You had to walk like a mile and a half to get to the trailer. Yeah, the portables yeah. out back. Yeah. <laughs> where, where is this? Oh, you're in dumb math. You go out to that, tra- see that trailer over there? Get used to it, kid. Dumbass kids always end up in trailers. And I'm sitting out there with dummy after dummy, and the lights are barely on. I can see Mr. Downing. He's more of a shadow than a man teaching me dumb math. <laughs> I got a B in dumb math. I blew through dumb math. And even Mr. Downing was like, you don't need to be in here. You need to apply yourself. I'm like, telling you, man. That apply yourself stuff in high school is pointless. I'm just going to basically get out of here. I am a skillless jackass. I've got to find a job that will embrace that. And I did. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, people emailing about that lady breastfeeding. Get that Vestlysectomy special and try to get that girl uh, pregnant. Gaslight her and tell her it's all her fault and dump her and leave her thinking she can't have kids. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah, you try to make babies with her after the Vestley vasectomy. Man. It's a, it was, yeah, it's a crazy, 
it's a crazy mixed up thing to have your kids. And Brady, I know I put this in your head and Toledo in your head that you've got kids that now may have to pass a test for them to leave the house. Not going to happen. He's out in a year. They ain't going to pass it that soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, you keep your it. fingers crossed. Kirby will have a t- Kirby's probably got to have a test. She's got time for them to pass that. That's that all right, Kirby Derbs. I'll start a petition. <laughs> Yeah, but you want her I to stay. I need signatures. You want her to stay till yeah. she's 30. Luca! So it's like Kirby's got another year of school. <laughs> Daddy can drive you to basketball. But Daddy, I'm 31 years old. <laughs> but you just can't get over the hump, kid. Daddy loves you. Daddy loves his 31-year-old senior. Need that championship. You keep this up for another 30 years, you'll be a senior senior. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea at all. But good luck to all you guys who had them. It's your fault. You made babies. Four eight zero five zero seven ninety six hundred Sunrise. You're all in. <laughs> Good job. And this comes from a guy who's got one, so that's a telling endorsement right there. If he's telling you to go get a vasectomy, don't put yourself in this nightmare. Doctor Lynch should have a flash flash that app uh, thing yeah. over oh, at his place. You know, get, he should get twenty percent off. Can I use my listener reward <laughs> yeah, here? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I've been listening. Oh, brilliant. I've got my listener points. <laughs> Yeah, come on in. I cut at your knots. Thanks, Dr. Lynn. <laughs> you hate babies? Don't want one, yeah. Make them pass tests. Cut up knots. <laughs> Dr. Lynn is awesome. He is a superhero. They should make a Marvel movie about that guy. All the sperms he's destroyed. and The cauterizer. Oh, God. The, the, you know, it's weird when you get the vasectomy, that smell of smoke that's in the air and your balls are basically kind of on fire for a second while he welds your <laughs> tubes to the side of your skin. You know, you can't reverse this way. I don't want it reversible. I don't want you to. Okay. <laughs> he puts, throws the mask down. There's sparks, smoke going all over <laughs> the place. Awesome. It's amazing to smell that smoke. And that now, in fact, I had a drink the other night. They do specialty drinks. I was at the place at the Biltmore, and they oh, popped. Doctor Lynn's? No, no, they oh, popped the cap happy off. Hour. They popped the cap off, and it's got this charcoal smoke inside of there. And they keep the drink inside this smoky little tank, and then they pop the cap off, and all the smoke leaks out, and it's like a charcoal. I don't know what it is. It reminded me of when my nuts were a little bit burned up by Doctor Lynn, and I had the most positive response mentally, <laughs> like fresh cut grass or a baseball glove, like the smells that oh, take, you, take back. you back. This took me back to the day that little Asian burned up my nutsack and made me a man. The oh. smell is it's the smell of freedom. It's, it's the smell of freedom. It's amazing. There's nothing like it. Yes, uh, so much lifts off your shoulders the day that little Asian man burns your nutsack. <laughs> You are done. That was nine minutes. That's all that took was nine minutes. So worth it. You lit my balls on fire. I would never let anybody do that unless the cause was just. And man, oh man, was it. And now all I have to do, and I get credit for being a great man for just pointing at a kid near me and him getting a t-shirt at a son's game. My job is done here. (laughs) Some Looney Tunes breastfeeding some neighbor baby. Good Lord. I've run into a few baby fever girls. At Tony Roma's, the baby fever and human baby girls were. If a if a couple came in with an infant, if they even heard the word, we're going to need a high chair. <gasps> the human baby. They're one. fighting over who gets it. There was a name, a one named Rosalie, who had coke. She'd cocaineed her ovaries out of her body. I'm convinced that somehow or now she was snorting coke for the majority of her teens and twenties. And 30s, and she was probably early 40s waiting tables at Tony Roma's, and she had sucked in so much cocaine that it burned out her eggs. Oh, I'm convinced of it because she'd had so much sex. There's no way she hadn't been pregnant eight or nine times if it wasn't for the cocaine 
death party that was marching around in that scorched earth she called uh, her uterus. <laughs> but every time somebody would come Whoa. in with a baby, Rosalie would drop everything. Like she'd come out of the bathroom pulling her pants up if, she, if a human baby was in, screaming and hauling ass down the bar. Oh, let me see that baby. Oh, my God. Hi, Angel. You're such a precious little cookie. Like Rosalie, hands off. Hands off the infant. Rosalie, she had to have burned her eggs up because, oh. I mean, she she would have been pregnant already at that point. You should have seen her. All of her friends were gay. Jacques, who offered me his car if I called him daddy. I was 15 years old. Wow. He was a little guy who always wore sunglasses smoking, <laughs> sitting at the end of the bar. <laughs> hey, Blondie. Me and Bill Osborne, the bartender, is like, hey, <laughs> you're going to get raped by a Frenchman. And he goes, I'll give you my car right now. If you just call me daddy for one day. And then Osborne lost his mind. I'm like, what in the hell? This has to be illegal. I'm only 15. I'm a 15-year-old busboy. I'm in a leather apron staring at this little French waiter. He liked that leather. Leather apron. Oh, he loved the leather apron. Drove that car for two years. I didn't know. Yeah, I would have kept the car. I didn't know that he meant sex. I thought just call him daddy around the work. Mm Mm-mm. I thought you were driving a new Peugeot around or something <laughs> was, like that. He was grooming. <laughs> grooming. He was Talking grooming hard. Fiat, he was bringing it to you. And the worst part is, is the, the bartender, Bill Osborne, nah, I tell you, man, that is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Just picturing you bent over inside that Gran Turismo. <laughs> Shock just tearing you apart while you call him Dan. <laughs> Enjoy your afternoon with your new boyfriend. That's what uh, this guy says on text. He says, boy, the Brady Report is going to be fun in a few years when they load up high school with 18-year-olds <laughs> yeah. for their second year yeah. of statutory yeah, I don't know rape. How, oh. <laughs> That's a good point. You get a bunch of 19-year-olds going, well, you keep putting me in a room with one. Right. Eventually, something's got to give. I remember her. She was in sixth grade when I first started high school. Yep, good luck to you with your kids and your disasters. <laughs> Hopefully this weekend when you're in therapy looking at it going, is this helping? Good. Yeah, great. Thanks, Mom. So let me get this straight. The people in the legislature that are against abortion are now pushing me to have a late-term abortion. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> they don't want you to kill the kids in the womb. They want you to do it when they're about 18 and just uh, obvious failures. I did all the work. I slaughtered the cow. No, they want me to write a test down. It's some sort of learning derby. I'm sorry I'm not a goddamn Einstein science man. Good luck. Meanwhile, Brett and I will be flying all over JSX, going to Vegas whenever we want, not spending money on college educations. We're gambling that away, Brett. Beautiful thing. Because we can. <laughs> Every time I say to my friend Mark, I'm like, i got to head up to Vegas. We should just go tomorrow. And he's like, I've got to pay. $57,000 a year <laughs> for Texas Christian. I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to go do that. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> Have fun up there with that. I'm going to go. And that terrible ROI investment you've got with that boy. I'll be in Vegas uh, taking my chances with the uh, Wheel of Fortune. John, I was also a freshman in that dumb math. Oddly, <laughs> I sat in that stupid class with Terrell Suggs. He was a senior at the time. It was me. Guess the joke's on me. He went on to eventually get a bachelor's, yeah. and all I got was a community college, Look, Air Force Associates. All he needed to do was get through dumb math. <laughs> That's the only Terrell Suggs, you're just going to see ball, get ball, tackle ball, balance your checkbook. That was all he needed to do. Yeah, and my <laughs> freshman year in college was uh, two math classes and that was yeah. it that was all that was required if you got into the 
depending on what your major is, yeah, yeah. you, you, can you just took anything. two classes your first year in college. Yeah, and then what, you had to load up like you after, have to right? do any more math. Oh, oh, get rid of math completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. I thought you meant you only took two classes your first year. I'm like, how'd yeah, you get out of there? John was your accounting teacher, Miss Irwin. I remember she that was she's a little, a little person. person. Yeah. And and the rumor at Dobson was somebody jumped her, hurdled her once, and was kicked out of school. But no one actually can confirm that that happened. Because it was legendary for years. Every class was like, "That was a dude in my class." I'm like, "Okay, so he's she's, been in four classes for eighty six to ninety five. Someone's jumped Miss Irwin every year. She had a Bronco too, and I had a Bronco too for like a year. My dad traded my Jeep and I got a Bronco too. I don't know what we were thinking. And I parked it next to her once, and she came waddling out. Hey, you're the guy with a brown one. I'm like, yeah, it's mine. And she goes, well, let's take a look at yours. And she, like, put her little hands up there and, like, boosted herself into my car. <laughs> like, ah, I got to wash everything. <laughs> and she's wandering around inside of it, walking around like it's a 700-square-foot studio. Hey, they made the back seat a lot bigger. You want to see in mine? I'm like, I really do. And not because it's a Bronco, too. I got to see how this operation works. She had big planks on her. <laughs> on the pedals. The pedals were, were gigantic, thick, Frankenstein-sized shoes and, uh, like, uh, sticks. And, but the steering wheel didn't so change. So she's going to break an ankle if she's got to step on the brakes? No. The, no, the they, pedals are like huge, though. It locks they're, off. They're, yeah, they're way up. Oh, and, and, okay. But the steering wheel stayed the same size. So she's just kind of like, she, I mean, she was tiny. <laughs> I had miss her. And that's when you jumped her. And then, and then I'm like, why don't you stand right here for a second? I got an idea. Don't you do it. I'm going to jump over you. Don't you do Don't you do it. He's got to. Don't do it. Get out of the way then. I know you're too slow. I'll adjust. John, as I'm putting this together, I'm thinking Pop Pop's just going to go take that test for Kirby. Hell and yeah. then I thought, I'm not sure who would do better on yeah. the test. Oh, yeah. Let Kirby, Kirby take the test. <laughs> Sorry, Kirby Derbs. We gave her a run. I ain't gotta, all about that. You got to go back to school again. <laughs> Pop Pop got a 48. <laughs> I don't know. They said my handwriting's I'm so grounded so. now. <laughs> they you asked me dummy. If, they asked me if uh, Kirby had a stroke because her handwriting got so horrible overnight. John, please give me some information on Bill Osborne. I'm a private investigator. I have to track yes. this man okay. down. <laughs> he was, I'll, I will. And if you're a PI, I need this man in my life again. Uh Lived at the Haystacks apartment building on Dobson and uh, Guadalupe, okay. or thereabouts, Dobson and yeah. Guadalupe. Keating. Uh, worked yeah. at Tony Roma's from 1987 to about 1993. Um, from Montana. Uh-oh. He's, I know. He might have been your dad. Wouldn't that be the <laughs> ultimate Uncle. twist? <laughs> Uncle Bill. Uh, he hung out at the uh, Acapulco Bay. Oh, God. I miss him so yeah, much. Acapulco Bay. The Acapulco that? Bay Club. It was on Miller and Thomas. <laughs> And he'd sit there and he'd watch me come into the room. He goes, hey, Johnny, what is it? Want to hear a story? I'm like, yeah. And the stories all started the same. It was a cold, rainy night in Mesa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I took my friend out to the Acapulco Bay Club. <laughs> we had a nice night. <laughs> but he, w- he would tell the best stories ever. But Bill Osborne was my favorite human being. For a, for an absolute degenerate. Like, I recognized him as a character in life rather than a friend or anything else. Ever. He was hilarious. He was motivational. He was a doctor. He went to doctor school in Dominican Republic and got involved in the uh, in the skirmish that was the guerrilla takeover. <laughs> they had like a, in a coup. They had it was more. It was a coup, but it was also a revolution that failed. And he was a and, and he and he was a doctor. He got mixed up in that, and they they kind of scrambled him up and said, "We're going to need a doctor." And then he didn't want to be a doctor anymore because he killed someone. Doctoring. 
And he's like, I can't do that. I can't take that responsibility. So he went back to his first love, cocaine, which led him right to Tony Roma's bar. He, there's no way he's still alive. He'd be what, 70? Body. He'd be 70. But and it, his body was so beaten down by drugs and Contras. And, and gorillas, <laughs> guerrilla warfare. I didn't believe him. I'm like, you never were in a guerrilla war in the DR. Back in the DR when I used to. I'm like, you were never. And then he starts breaking out pictures. And there's Bill with like dudes in AK-47s in the jungle. <laughs> and he's just standing there smiling. Gene Wilder. Oh, it was the best. He lived on uh, Osborne and Thomas as well for a little while, and his parents had a condo there. Go, go track him down. Please find him. Even a grave. I just, I'll visit it, and I'll do his famous, uh, his famous line. Whenever you're about to get fired and you know it, look the boss in the eye, and before he says those magic words, piss and leave all over his carpet and wander out. Bridge burning is the only route, friend. You'll never need that jackass again. All right, I'll take your piss and leave Look at advice. how well it's yeah. turned out for me. Piss and leave is the worst advice I've ever been given. Piss and leave, Holmberg. Always remember it. No. No. Terrible idea. Especially in the restaurant business where you, you run into everybody at every place you've ever been. You've worked with all of them. Did you piss and leave for what happened? No, I took it on the chin and I walked out like a man. It's not how I'm going out. Big puddle of urine and a middle finger flying out the door. All right, good luck with that. Guys, I don't know if I can hold out till June, but can you do some sort of giveaway with Dr. Lee to, like, Dr. Lane. And, yeah. that I can try and win a vasectomy from? Yeah, oh, we should. We should do a giveaways. <laughs> oh, it'd be great. You know what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All of them. We need to get them all chopped out. The Father's Day Vasectomy oh, Challenge. We should give away. Let's do it. <laughs> we should. Well, you know what we should do is see if Dr. Lynn can break the record for most vasectomies in a day. Oh. And just speed vasectomy through our entire listening. Speed bagging. Yeah, just, just constantly burning <laughs> nuts one after another. It's a big nut roast. <laughs> Next. <laughs> it would be like the scene in Greece where they build the car. Grease lightning. Just constant. Just super speedy. It'd be like a montage of balls. Great stuff. Get it, get it done today. Get them out of it. Uh, what do you got in the big board of musical treats, Brett? All right, wake up song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Our buddies oh. over there are. He's not going to get the record, boys. Well, what is the record for most in a day? Uh, in a single day at a single event was set on December fifth, nineteen eighty seven, in Bangkok. Wow. When twelve hundred and fourteen men received a vasectomy from one guy. The, the previous record was twelve hundred and two. That's do it. That's most vasectomies in a room. I'm saying most performed by one man. Okay. Sorry, go ahead, Brett. All right. Uh, Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. (laughs) This weekend, Snowball got over 21 inches in the last three days. Is that right? Yeah. So if you want to head on up there, Action Ride Shop's a place to be. Sales, rentals, whatever you need to get you your ass up on the mountain. Hit up Josh and the boys, actionrideshop.com, or just go visit them at Gilbert Road in Southern. Uh, Avatar on the list, Chimp Mosh Pit. Never heard one, of that. I never heard that one either. Uh, Yoko Ono's birthday is tomorrow, so somebody <laughs> requested Warzone. Oh, yes. <laughs> She's 90. Is she really? She is 90 years old. How unfair is Brady's God that John Lennon got shot in his 40s and Yoko got to hit 90? <laughs> Pumps we were, albums out. Yeah, and she's still singing like people care. Yuck. If anything... We should be mad at uh, John David Chapman for missing 
his intended target because there's no way he wanted to shoot John Lennon. Now, here's an extra clip, pal. Reload. Yeah, yeah reload. We'll wait. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, that one right there screaming at the dead body. It's probably why he can't make parole. Knock it down. Yeah. Nobody, nobody. Yeah, everybody's pissed at him. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> screw you. What were you thinking? I wanted, I wanted to be a hero. What were you thinking by not shooting the other one, though? Come on. She was right there. <laughs> uh, Foo Fighters, my hero for the selfless Stephen Holmberg last night at the game. That's right. Uh, in Flames, Theory of a Dead Man, Corn, Murder Dolls, Bad Religion, Metallica, Avenged, Soil, Falling in Reverse, Iron Maiden. All right. Yoko Ono's pretty solid. Oof. No, it's not. I mean, she is 90. Boy, talk about somebody who just got famous for, for taking D. She's one of the original Instagrammers, too. She never did anything in her life worthwhile. I wonder if she turned down the Masked Singer. Oh God! Even the mass singer wouldn't. Yeah, you could figure out who that is in a second. Yuck! Yeah, Yoko Ono's. Look, I don't even think the mass singer could stoop that low. Just do the song. Any song she sang, but yeah, she would come out and sing "Imagine" or something, and further sully the reputation. She, you know, maybe she's done some charitable things because, but for the most part, Yoko Ono would have. She'd have never been famous had she not taken some Lennon D. There's no way. He could have done so much better, too. He did. Man. He left better for I her. know. His first wife was beautiful. A blonde British girl. And then he went for that weird fastback. And she kept taking her pants off and showing us that flat ass. Happy birthday, Yoko. It's a sin you're 90. McCartney back in the day. Oh, I'm going out with Eastman. She knows yeah. some people. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. The air had, to Kodak. You had the Kodak air, like, with your best friend is dating. Like, you're going to get some good tail off of this party that he's taking you to. No, I really like this weird one that's flat-bodied that looks like she's got no skeletal structure. Oh, I think you should date someone else. No offense, John, but she's ugly. <laughs> she's a wonderful brain and a wonderful singer. Just listen to her. Warzone, I think we should break up the Beatles. <laughs> I can't stand looking at her ugly face. Screw you, you'll see. She's a she's an angel. Blech. I wish she was an angel. 90. <laughs> Happy birthday, Yoko. You know what the worst part of Yoko Ono's 90th birthday is going to be? Her singing along to Happy Birthday. Ugh. <laughs> Maybe we should just let Julian do it or... Yeah, let one of the talented people yeah. do it. Sean. And now Yoko's going to sing happy birthday to herself. And Are Sean and Julian hers? I thought... It, no, no. I think they're, they're two different. Julian's yeah. different the first one, Julian's right? the pretty mom. Yeah. Sean is Yoko's kid. He yeah. spent some time with her. Poor bastards. All right. Why are we doing Wasted Years by Iron Maiden? For the high schoolers. Oh, yeah. You're all done. Yeah, high school kids are done. Yeah, if you're seniors this year like Toledo's kid. Yeah. You're going to skate out. If they pass this, you got to pass a test to get out of here? Forget it. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. All right, there you go. A little cult for you. It is 7.52 here in the morning sickness. And got ourselves a Brady report on hand. Uh, all of the news that only Brady knows brought to you by our friends, over at Hooters, it's Friday. That means the weekend's upon us. Why not drag those kids over to Hooters? Hooters always says kids eat free every Saturday, but kids eat free every day. Never once do they pick up the bill. But what they basically mean is you buy an entree and they won't charge you. 
for your kid's meal. Kids always eat free. That's a bad sentence, restaurants. But parents, they're going to knock the kids' uh, food off the bill if you come in there and bring them with. That's a beautiful thing. And start indoctrinating those kids to Hooters lifestyle because the wings are fantastic. And the views aren't bad either. Thank you, Hooters. Brady, report it. Good Friday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. We've made it. Huh? It is happy uh, do a random act of kindness day. All right. Here's some ideas. I did it yesterday, I think. You did. We pointed that out earlier. If you're running to the grocery store next time, or text a neighbor, ask if they need anything. Hmm. No. Leave a big tip for Start that habit. your no. restaurant server or delivery person. I text my neighbors and go, hey, I'm headed to Safeway. You need anything? I'm going to come back with like a gallon of cherry lube. Buy a <laughs> lot of chicken. Ooh, yeah. Pick that up for us. And some sausages and the biggest cucumber they've got. Buy a lotto ticket and just give it to a stranger. Yeah. Write a positive review on a business. Just don't be a dick, basically. And try to go out of your way not to be one for a day. Don't give them a cup of coffee. Because this, let's get right to it. Uh-oh. The most disturbing story of the day. Don't give someone a cup of coffee? Yeah. You ready oh, for this? God, I'm Researchers gonna... at the University of Toronto found that around half of us have a genetic variant that helps metabolize caffeine quickly, which is good. But if you're on the other half, with people who don't have that gene, drinking too much coffee might be punishing your kidneys. And over long term, it can lead to kidney disease, which can kill you. Right. A separate study they did in 2006 also found that people who don't metabolize caffeine were at higher risk of heart attacks. So drinking too much coffee could be putting you at risk in more than one way. Okay. Um, there's no cheap and easy way to see if you have the gene. I didn't think it was too bad. There is a DNA test you can do to see if you have the gene, but it costs around $200. Um, even if you don't get a huge buzz from caffeine, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. And being able to fall asleep after a cup of coffee at night doesn't mean anything either. Yeah, I don't have any buzz from caffeine. The lead researcher says to just assume you don't metabolize caffeine well and drink no more than one cup of coffee a day. Let me remind you, the other studies have shown drinking up to five cups of coffee a day is good for us. Right. So, yeah, coffee's fine is basically what they're saying. I'm not going to That's a long way around it. I was going to say, Toledo, suck that thing down. If everyone in Ohio's okay, coffee's just fine for you. I'm not going to listen to anything else ever again after watching that. Medical staff's heading there right now. Of course they're to tell everybody we're fine. You know who hired the medical staff? The train company. The train company's responsible for all the research as of right now, which I think is fantastic. Operation CYA. Yeah, it's uh, it's hiring Al Qaeda to make sure to find out what happened to nine eleven. Couple of baseless fun facts. Kenny Loggins found a way to fit the iconic Caddyshack line "Be the ball" into both themes he did. I never knew this. The original nineteen eighty theme. I'm all right. Is it snuck in or is it a lyric? It's in there, and uh, we found it. it. It's you have the it? three yeah. twenty right. mark of the song. Yeah. I don't know what I've been singing the whole time, but I don't know if I ever really paid attention. Uh, maybe I was just saying those noises, not realizing what I was saying. Yeah, just, I just making just beeps and I'm scatting. I'm scatting with Kenny Loggins.
I was just thinking, of, was it Lacey Underall? Yeah, and, uh, oh, that's all I that What's the other song? Did you find it in the second one from uh, no. Caddyshack 2? Uh-uh. Yeah, 1988. I didn't check that one out. The either. only good part of Caddyshack 2 is the Back to the Shack. There is a good part of that, that movie? song. That's it. Kenny Loggins wrote a, another gem for Caddyshack 2. And Let me see. It's a good one. I'm going all the way. Ty Warner. That's the guy who created Beanie Babies. Only got into the toy business after his acting career fa- failed. He's uh, worth $5.3 billion. He did all right. No, I'd be bro- still pissed he's not yeah, an actor. Yeah, still can't act yeah. his way out of a paper bag, but, you know, that bank account will make you feel all right. $5.3 billion for Beanie Babies. Man. Just sewing those. And they're adorable, whatever, when you're a kid. Beanie Babies are great. But good God. Mel Brooks was a combat engineer in World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. Oh. Got into comedy after he was discharged. Sure. And had a lot to write about uh, Nazis, which I found hysterical. Hitler on ice. Yeah, Hitler on ice. And then, oh, my God, Mel Brooks and the producers and... Jews in Space and... Hitler in Springtime, the song and the Apparently producers. Jews in Space isn't in the new History of the World Part it's not? two that's coming out. Oh, they're going to do it? Oh, it's coming it's, out it is in like two th- weeks. Oh, I, really? Yeah, on Hulu. It's like six parts. No kidding. Yeah, is it all Mel Brooks? Same, it's no. not even going to be close. No. Oh, no, it's done by Mel Brooks. Yeah, yeah but it's... it's, it's, it's no, 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 no. no. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing they it's can all, do. It's all with current actors and everything. Yeah, you can't. It's going to be woke. Yeah. Hopefully Mel Brooks just goes out with a bang, because they can't cancel him. He's 100. So Jews maybe Space isn't on there, though? Man. Jews in Space was why the preview wanted to... Like, it made you want to go see the second one. Someone did a comprehensive new survey on technology with adults, basically, to check in on what old tech people have never used and what old tech people are still using. 7% of adults have never sent a letter in the mail. 55% still do. Wow. I've never sent a letter as an adult, I don't think. I've written a letter and sent it in the mail. Chris has sent one. I don't think Alex has sent one where he's put the stamp on it, filled out the letter and everything. I don't think I've written a letter... And mailed it in ever thirty years. Oh, yeah, well, maybe. Done it, yeah. Well, I've done it, but I don't know that I've done it. Maybe I haven't. Santa Claus might be the last time I did that. I never. I wasn't a letter writer. You didn't have to like n- nothing for business. You would hand like a letter, that even. Like, no, send, I don't think I've ever written a letter and mailed it. State last week. I've done well. The IRS made me copy something and send it to them. I, I had to write a letter to prove I wasn't the owner of a company, which is the weirdest letter I've ever written. <laughs> I don't own this. Here's another. We don't believe Yeah, you. here's a list of things I do not own. <laughs> I had identity theft, and I had. they just wanted handwritten letters. I'm like, all right. Would I like to own it? Sure. No, I wouldn't want this business oh, this at all. Business. It was a complete failure, and it was somehow or another my social security number. This one's not so shocking. 18% of adults have never used dial-up internet. The shocking part is 5% still do. Yeah, there are people who do it. My mom still has an AOL.com email does address. Does it go... I bet it does. I bet she's dial-up. No, they, they actually high-speed out where she's right. at. 22% of adults have never played video games at an arcade. Oh, missing out. 11% still do. 16% of adults have never played music on a vinyl record player. That's coming back, though. 18% yeah. still do, and the younger folks are into it. It's, but that's, you know, look, everybody says, that, I've never played a record on a phonograph because they sound like garbage. The album thing. It's the truest form. It is, tr- it is a thicker sound, but I don't need all that static and. 
Well, Trip's into that, right? Doesn't he have? Is he into hi-fi and all that yeah, kind of crazy stuff? Sort of. He's got a he prefers a nice turntable. sound. He's, He's got a very expensive yeah. turntable with like a billion dollar diamond, so you don't get any of the sound of what albums sound like. That's the whole point. In order to listen to an album, to not have it sound like garbage, you have to spend a billion dollars. Just go get the CD. I mean, if you're going to go nostalgic, CDs still sound clean. <laughs> It's not as warm. It isn't as warm, but it's digitally beautiful. And when you listen, I used to say that, like, oh, you, I'd rather have an album. Like, ah, I wasn't listening to albums. I was saying that out of nostalgia. You listen to an album of Doja Cat next to the digital version of Doja Cat. <laughs> you you want to hear the phrase, turn this into a kissing booth digitally. You don't want to hear any distractions in that. Wait, what'd she say? Yeah, my God. She turned a vagina into a kissing booth in this tune. I like it. That's poetry. And now it's time for some science news. Oh, yeah? Hello, my friends. Professor Brady Bogan here with your science news. Astronomers may have finally figured out where dark energy comes from. Researchers at the University of Hawaii think black holes are creating it. Dark energy and dark matter make up about 95% of everything in the universe. Brady, I told everyone this years ago that I just got past a note by Brett that says dark energy comes from Maryvale. (laughs) (laughs) Ordinary matter, or the stuff you can see, only makes up about 5%. White matter? Don't say that. Connie lost his job because of stuff like that. White matter matters? No, no, no. (laughs) That's that's gross. (laughs) That's just gross. That's something Pornhub would say. A study in Australia found snakes can hear you scream. We thought their weird internal ears might only be uh, where they can feel vibrations from the ground. Turns out they can detect sound waves in the air. They dig it, too. Love it. (laughs) They like to make you scream. (laughs) A team at Rutgers created a new type of low-fat chocolate that can be made by using a 3D printer. I'm sure that's safe. Like the condensation beer from the other day, too. Licking windows for drinks and getting a printer to make dinner. Sure. I'm sure there's no no ramifications to that long term. Researchers at the University of Cincinnati are working on a new app that uses AI to tell you if your first date is going well or not. (laughs) Wow. It 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 pairs with a wearable technology like your Apple Watch. And it monitors things like your heart rate, breathing, and how much you're sweating. Brady, all your dates are going to go great. He <laughs> can tell you well. <laughs> You're having a great time. Your heart rate is at an extreme level. You are sweating profusely. She must be a stunner. I'm alone. They tested it on <laughs> a bunch of people. I'm with Wendy. I'm just looking at a Wendy's <laughs> yeah. cup. You're in love. You're in love. There is no doubt about it. AI does not miss here. I'm looking at a picture of Wendy. I'm getting a triple stack. Never sent, we have never sensed love like this, and it would be like a bad movie. The thing just starts smoking. <laughs> right. Overload, overload, too much love. <laughs> they tested on a bunch of people, and it was around 75% accurate in analyzing how well people connected. <laughs> Brady's just going to the grocery store. They <laughs> sense you are in love. I just walked by the little Debbies. I'm by the little Debbies. They sense you are in love again. Mrs. Butterworth, love. <laughs> That thing would be going nuts. (laughs) Why are you in love now? We are in the car. Just past White Castle. 
downstairs, new Greg. Yeah. Has a tattoo uh-huh. on her leg. And like I saw it the other day. I'm like, what is that? Oh, it's a country girl. I'm like, that's little Debbie. She's little Debbie on her leg. No, that tattoo artist just <laughs> built you. And I pulled up a picture of her Wait. little Debbie. And it matches. But why does she want country girl, anonymous country girl know. anyway? Just randomly. I'm like, what is Does somebody this? just put the oatmeal cream go, pie on tattoo lady? artist just scammed you. That's little Debbie. Here's the fun part. I call her new Greg for a reason. Do you know her name? Ruby. <laughs> nope. No, I don't. <laughs> My girl. I just like that John calls her new Greg, so I'm going to adopt that. Love a nickname. Good job, new Greg. It, it, that would be great if, like, she stumbled and fell. So it was like, somebody's got to help. Somebody help new Greg out. <laughs> You'd still use the joke. It's Paige, Brady. Yeah. No, don't. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Locked in. Nope. Ruby was your guess. Ruby? <laughs> no one under the age Ruby of 80. Ruby Cheeks? Are he, you took a, he took a swing. Nostalgic? He took a swing. Her name is Little Debbie. I give it to you. He's never going to call her Paige. He's going to forget in 20 minutes because Little Debbie on her legs. She's oatmeal. I want to give you cream pies. You're going to lose your job because of her. <laughs> you're going to walk up and say that not knowing what you're saying. I love you. you got a little cream pie on your leg. Hey, I'm going to HR. What? Oh, God, I forgot. Cream pies mean something else now. New Greg's going to get me canned. <laughs> Emily was there. She can back me up. What? We all saw Little Debbie. Oh, yeah. No, I, I don't. Uh, that, I'm not discounting that. I just know you didn't know her name. Paige. How can I forget? You can call her Magic Man. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Magic Man? That's your science news. Right. Uh, one of the spy balloons that was shot down two weeks ago. Um. I don't think it was a from one China. of the spy balloons. There's only been one for sure. All the rest are just shooting up. We might fans. know aliens. Yeah, at least be. one of those balloons came from the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade. Yeah, <laughs> they were it's going a on club for balloon yeah. hobbyists. The name is a reference in the scene, the movie Up. They GPS their balloons. Yeah, and they fire a bunch of helium in them. And, and one then was shot down the day over uh, Alaska. Eleven yeah. year old boy. Had that, and they just want to see how far their balloons will travel. Crushing dreams. And they, you know, all of a the sudden. The signal his, went out. Yeah, his dot went away. Over Alaska. <laughs> the balloons they put up cost between $12 and 180 Yeah. What the symbolism behind that? My dot crashed in Homer. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't crash, son. It was taken out by a F-19. The balloon brigade balloon was floating around 39,000 feet at the time. <laughs> Well, it can't be all too safe to have those. Government hasn't moments. confirmed anything yet. Where planes work, fly, but I don't know and how many. They won't. Yeah. <laughs> Biden went on yesterday, on and on and on about that. And now, if I'm a bad There's guy, another one of those hobby balloons um, is set to enter U.S. airspace today. Yeah. We're going to ban balloons. Here's the reason why: is because if you're a bad guy, and the way Fox News is treating this thing and making everybody go, "Oh, we're shooting down party favors now." I'm like, oh, okay. They're going to make it so shooting down balloons is silly. Tie a nuke to a balloon. And they'll be like, there's another balloon. We're going to shoot it down. They could have. Now bad guys have an idea. I say fire at all balloons that aren't don't have gondolas on them. I don't even like those. At this point, you can do too much damage. They're too peaceful and trusting. We trust hot air balloons too much. Those guys could have terrible ideas. Looking at you, Taos. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to crash them into the side of buildings, but they could drop stuff on us. Sure they could. Yeah. Although, it would be tough to get them up in the air if you've got a heavy nuke inside the gondola. I wonder what their payload is. 
I don't know how much uh, like a dirty bomb weighs, mm. but people get married in hot air balloons, so you just eliminate the bride and groom. So 500 pounds? And some loner with a chase team. Yeah, you get three, 400 pounds, but they did pretty, Actually, but I don't know how you pilot, get it out of there. You need a pilot, you bought 750. You need right? a guy to help you yeah. hoist it out. <laughs> I guess hot air balloons. Hey, can you help that. me? It would be awfully this? hard to do. We're doing a gender reveal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can help you with that. <laughs> Mind if I split an atom up here, do you? There's an inmate in Bolivia named Jose Diaz who's serving a 15-year sentence for murder. He also goes by El Arana, which translates to spider. <laughs> oh. Earlier this month, Jose was busted trying to escape, disguised not as a spider, but as a sheep. He wrapped himself in sheepskin, got down on all fours and crawled past security, past the wall. <laughs> out into the grassland that surrounds the jail in the middle enough. of the night. But prison authorities didn't catch him until they noticed he was missing from his cell. And Andy Dufresne should have done search. that. <laughs> he needed to kill some sheep. That's when they saw the strange sheep in the grassland. They nabbed him. He got, you know, pretty field. Hey, look, the fact he got it somewhere. Basically wrapped around. It's a tough picture. That's pretty good. Yeah. If that's the picture of him. At night. Uh, I'm pretty fooled by this. If, but it's a black and white picture. Maybe he's... The spider... Uh, Elaranya. We've got another uh, criminal, 20-year-old guy named James Taylor. That's the second... We had the James Taylor I here. He yes. was He's a nominee for our, our bag of the year. This guy was arrested early last Sunday in Chicago for armed robbery. James allegedly... Shocker. Pulled a gun on a 35-year-old man who was arriving home, demanded that he handed everything over. The victim gave him his keys, $2 in cash, a debit <laughs> card, and a takeout bag of fried chicken. Oh, Rather man. than run, James opened the victim's car, sat inside, and began devouring the chicken sandwich. Yeah. The victim called 911. They came within minutes, arrested James, who was still there eating the chicken. He was charged with multiple felonies. Do I get to finish the chicken? Yeah. Looking at 21 years in prison. <laughs> wow. Got two bucks. And no word on where chicken, the fried man. chicken came from. Chick-fil-A. He won it at the Suns game the other night. And that's James Taylor? That's James, James Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> the second James Taylor. It's a lot of James Taylor crimes going on out here. So good night, moonlight <laughs> ladies. It's just selling tickets. Ugh, his music should be a crime. No. Yes. Brilliant. The beautiful thing. Uh-oh. I got a couple of radio videos. Okay. First one's a guy on a motorcycle, and something rolls off the back of a Oops. truck. Toledo's half-assing it. Dang it. Turn off the science music. Got it. There we go. Oh, oh! Something fell off the truck and killed the motorcycle. Yeah, it was a boat. It's there. Uh, it's like a canoe. No, it's it's one of those uh, floating. Oh, docks. oh, it's, oh, oh like lily pad type things. Oh, so not worth it to ride a motorcycle for that reason alone. Stuff chunking off of other cars. Man. They need to just have freeways for just motorcycles. Just keep them away from the other cars. That is horrifying. Sell your bike, Brett, immediately. <laughs> I watched a ladder fall off the side of a car at a stoplight the other day. Not moving, thank God. Oh. But if that guy was on the freeway, that thing would have flown off. Now it's sexy time with chunks on a pole. I don't, I don't <laughs> get behind on a pole. trucks with ladders. Oh, no. I, I hate it. Fat girl on a pole in her bedroom. Oh, 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 oh man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Who's that? Why is there a doctor there immediately? Why is mom I there? think mom's helping her out. <laughs> She's got her hashtag. She took down the entire dining set. And I hate to be racist, but is that China? Did they break the China? Because there's a Chinese lady that shows up at the end. That is not Chinese. No, it's too big of a room. That's a Chinese woman, though. I don't think so. Nope. Are you sure? Um, yes, going to... It's definitely Middle East. I didn't know they had... Those women aren't allowed to do that over there with that music. That's why they're she doing it inside, all that. in the privacy of their own home. I know. Well, she got what she deserved. All I pushed her off the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Showing your ass and your ankles like that, you That'll freak. teach you. Knocked over the fizzy bubbly drink. And just... This is hardly why... Uh, uh, Muhammad rode Barack all the way up to Allah to get advice. And you could start dancing like a whore. Cut her feet off. Immediately. Is that it? Now it's time for Brett's video. Death videos. Yeah. All right, Brett, what do you uh, got? R-rated. Behind the beaded curtain, too Brett Fesley. Oh, gross. Here we go. <laughs> oh, we're going into, a, going, into a, going into a pit. He's in a, one of those scoop shovel things, the giant equipment, and he's riding inside of it. Oh, that thing's going to no. kill him. That's going to scoop him up. Oh, They're no. going to scoop up some earth. What's he doing? No, no, no. Oh, there's been an avalanche. He's a dead man. He's done. That's the whole cold caved in on some little Indonesian boy. Wow. Oh. Good night, nurse. And they filmed it up until yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. He's buried alive. Oh, my God. Oh, that's terrifying. Not this one's a nice figures. fight at Walmart. Fred started by saying no big deal today. That's not Right. Here's Michael Jackson fighting another guy at the Walmart. Oh, he's gone full karate moves. Oh, wait. And he's now he's dancing. Did he pull out a sword? No. No, he's just he's dancing. dancing. He's just dancing. And then another guy just oh, loves <laughs> him with the, uh, the the ropes that keep you from going to, to Oh, he's having a seizure. Yes. Stay down. Stay down. <laughs> he spined, got hit hard, they too. They spined him with one of those things that keeps you from going through the checkout. Oh, man. man. That thing has weight to it. Yeah. He's seizing up. Well, there you go. Uh, we got this one. Another mo The luckiest oh, motorcycle rider in the world. He zips by a truck, making a turn. Oh, it hits another Split. car. Oh. He gets between them. Wow. Oh, did the car go off? Yeah. 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 He, hits yeah he misses he everything. The timing of Somebody the ran a red That's light. Lightning. Striking right there. Wow. Yeah, yeah, he zipped through there accidentally. Wow. There was no skill involved in Don't that at buy all. buy yourself a lottery. So there's another uh, Scooter scooter incident. Here's a bus. Oh, oh, that's a big truck. Oh, no, oh, oh, it's tipping over. Oh! Oh! oh. <laughs> All right, a truck but full of coal just... The main dude is still under the truck. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. like, I don't have There's to go another, for the divorce yeah, now. In the front. Yeah, the lady falls off the back of the scooter. She gets out oh, from under it, and yeah, then her husband dead. is squished by a he's truck dead. of coal in oh. the worst place on the planet. One for two. And uh, oh. last but not least, like, oh, it's right at the stop, he was yeah. giving me a ride. Thank you, Uber guy. Five stars. You guys are in a, like a glass plant. Okay. Oh no. Are we making glass? Oh, somebody's yeah. going to get chopped in half. They're carrying a big chunk of glass. Oh. Oh, we're going to see something horrible in a second here. Here's the video uh, in the doctor's office. Oh! Oh! oh, that's not the same guy. Wow. Oh, the glass chopped his arm off. Wow. Down to oh, that guy looks oh, bigger oh, for some reason. Wow, well, Brady, you're, you think women, <laughs> you, you get into the semantics of things. You become a real cynic. Well, then there. I don't buy it. Come on. Brady, Brady brings us some of the fakest ones. <laughs> this chick, that's yeah, CGI. I know yeah. fake. That ain't real. Poof, that glass sliced that dude's arm in half. Yuck. Ugh.
Well, there you go, everybody. <laughs> Have a great weekend. <laughs> we we got to come up with a way to post Brett's dark videos. I'm horrible, scary I mess. Yikes. Yeah. Somehow or another, we have to have some sort of a code yeah. that people have to, you know. Age verified. And NDA and all sorts of things need to be signed. Uh, I believe Damon Wayans Jr. is coming correct. in. Correct. Yeah? yeah, he's going to be here in a little correct. bit. Correct. That's correct. <laughs> We're going to talk to Damon uh, in just moments. There goes your Brady Report. It's 98. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. 98. You're interesting. Last he's, man standing. He's interesting yeah. off the air. Yeah. Uh, Damon Wayans Jr. is here. He's at the Tempe Improv all weekend long. First off, welcome. Dude. Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. Hey, we, last time we met up, it was very conspiratorial. We had a, Did we have some conspiracy some chats? Conspiracy it was late night. Wasn't yeah, it? it was late night. Was <laughs> oh. I think it was the middle of the night. Was, uh, I woke you. I <laughs> woke up. Damon, I had another dream. <laughs> Wake up, I gotta talk to you about some Chinese balloons. Yeah, <laughs> They're they coming. can't drive those either. <laughs> no, that, that, hey, hey. Now who said that? Who's responsible for that kind of bigotry in this room? That's it. You're done. You're, you're not topping that. Damon Wayne's is at the improv. Get out. Get out. It's not getting better than that on this show. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they can't drive those either. That's terrible. That's terrible. I shouldn't like it that much. That makes me bad. You did this to me. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm the one getting canceled now because I'm laughing too hard at your nonsense. Spitting out the facts. Ah. I mean, it, last night I was at the Suns game and the guy sat in it. And I don't know if you know about this, but in this, it's the greatest promotion of all time. In the fourth quarter, if the opposing team misses two free throws in a row, mm-hmm. the whole building gets Chick Fil A. Oh. It, 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 you haven't heard noise like this in Game Seven. Two seconds left, and the it, it's it's insane how crazy it gets. So uh, Kevin Herter uh, Tuesday night missed the first free throw, and the place <laughs> he the roof came off. He missed the second one. People were hugging. It was Crying. nuts. So last night I'm at the game, and I'm sitting next to a guy I don't know him, and uh, I'm sitting next to him, and he said. Uh, he said something. He goes, "You, you, you Chick Fil A thing is you here Tuesday." I'm like, "Yeah." And he goes, "You download the app?" I'm like, "I did." And he goes, "I don't care if the Suns win or lose, I want that chicken." <laughs> and I said, "All right." And he goes, "I'm a black man," and I'm like, "What's happening?" And I start laughing, and I start laughing, and he goes, "And I know you're glad I'm saying this to you, right?" I'm like, "Oh, don't do this. You're making me the bad guy. You're making you're putting don't it put on, that me. That yeah. on me. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then he's like, I just waited for him to just go. Do you want a bite of this? I'm like, stop yes. giving me. You know, and I know, I'm not supposed to laugh at this." But it was hilarious. So you just, I know, it was great. And he, but he, out of nowhere, this stranger's like, I, I know you want me to tell you this. So you like, got the app, right? I want that chicken. I, I'm like, I do. I do. I love every second of this. Hilarious. But I'm supposed to do this with my white friends in a car away from you. <laughs> Can't do it with you. I mean, this is not what we, God damn it, you're making me laugh too hard. So you just did it again with the Chinese thing. I'm double bad. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been picketed against two different uh, people now in, in less than 24 hours. Anyway. It's a beautiful thing. It is. But that was <laughs> hilarious. Really Damon Wayans at the 10 p.m. Prov. Uh, I'm sure the Chinese uh, balloon joke is not going to happen there. Maybe. <laughs> no, Maybe you never bring not. that up. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Check the front row. You'll think of it. But you're doing a show. We were talking off there. You're doing a show with your dad, uh, yeah. Damon, obviously, you're a junior. So Damon is, uh, and you guys, you, and I said, when I read it, I'm like, oh, that would be fun. Too, you're two fun people. Yeah, yeah. Your dad's been here before, and I don't think you wanted to be. And then he started to have fun, and I don't think anybody was more endearing or gracious with 
like laughing than him, leaving and, shocked yeah. and happy. He, yeah, he was so like nice. That's how he is all the time. Yeah, and, yeah, he, and, he's and like grumpy, and then he's he's the sour patch kid. <laughs> First sour, then he's sweet. That was it. And he yeah. came in like nobody wants to get up early and do this, but I think he had one laugh, and it was like, okay, I can play. Yeah, yeah. And he was awesome. So I'm like, ah, he's fun. I don't know him well. Right. You've been here a few times. You're fun. I'm like, you're going to do a show with your dad. That seems great. And then my brain was like, would I want to do that? Yeah. Work with my dad every day? And the answer is no. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, you have moments, you know, where you're <laughs> like, you're like, okay, this is going to be great. Yeah. And then he'll say something where he's kind of like checking you like you're his kid. And you're right. like, oh, this is going to be awful. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, and so I'm going, you know, I go back and forth with it. But ultimately, I think because he and I get along so well and like we laugh so yeah. much together and there's just a synergy uh, between us that I think it's going to, you know, it, it's going to be worth it. Yeah, which would be a, a blast if yeah. it's working. If it's not. Yeah, if it's not working, It's I'm your out. fault. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's my fault. Would he replace yeah. you? Like, what if, what if that would be so fun? With what my is, younger oh. brother. <laughs> <laughs> like, if the Q scores come back and they don't like, I don't like, mm, I like no. senior, junior can go, yeah. and then you get another wins in there. I mean, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> if there's another wins, I don't care. Yeah, that's It's true. like some, like, random dude. Yeah. Uh, that's happened to me on a show before. Which one? New Girl. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Well, I, I, that wasn't, I didn't get replaced. I got replaced because I had to, but, because um, I had to do another show. Oh, I see. They didn't fire yeah. you and no, just they didn't fire plug me. in a new I guy. I left, no. But they did plug in a new guy. Yeah. Um, Lamorne Morris, who I'm like, besties with. He's a good but, dude. Yeah, he's super funny. It's kind of like when the yeah. Jeffersons just replaced Lionel's and acted like... <laughs> Yeah, just one season. They did it on Roseanne. They've done yeah. that. The, the yeah. Bewitched one's the most famous. They did it on My Wife and Kids, my dad's show. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you had that yeah. too. Holy cow. little daughters. Yeah. So your show with your dad, what is what is this thing about? Because let's, let's workshop. Okay, I'm, I'm ready so, to pitch. So, <laughs> so okay. currently, yeah. it's kind of about this guy who's actually a radio DJ. Okay. Famous one. And uh, he essentially chose his career over his family. And so now he has a son who's kind of like has arrested development. He's yeah. like a goofball. He kind of has to like finish raising now. Who's like a grown man with his own family. But he's like. But he's, you know, he's trying to be dad again. Yeah. He needs to be dad again because yeah, okay. his son's messing up. Gotcha. Yeah. And so because uh, my idea for this would be because okay. your dad still looks great. Yeah. You're both very handsome men. Oh, thank That you. he's lost his wife. And usually comedy starts uh, with the death of a family member. Uh-huh. Almost all great comedy, different strokes. All of them all start with some, yeah, like some Webster. Devastating. All, horrible, horrible yeah. thing has happened. Bambi. Bambi. Yeah, I have no, everybody forgets the beginning of Bambi is a <laughs> yeah. murder. A horrible murder and an orphan baby. That has to work itself and out. And his dad keeps looking at him like from yeah. like mountains. Like, I'm still yeah. not coming to take care of you. Just a shadow of the thing that should be he's responsible. Like, dad, he's like, nope. no. <laughs> I get mad, dear puss. <laughs> and there's the there's my pitch. Yeah. Is that your dad uh-huh. is now divorced. Mm-hmm. And you two have to move in together because you've screwed up. It's like the odd couple. But the two of you are in the same dating pool. Ah. Oh. So now you're competing for women, oh, and you're having. Awesome. Yeah. See, I told you my idea was good. That's awesome. And you're struggling because dad's pulling ass that you can't pull. Yeah, and bringing it, it to the house. Yeah, I mean that's kind of like life. It is. I was yeah, just going to say. Yeah. So yeah. it's called I'd be my life with Damon Wayans. This <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> just recording my twenties. <laughs> were your parents divorced? Yes, yeah, so my parents got divorced, and I was the only kid out of the four that actually moved in with my dad. Oh, the other ones. So, took although mom. they stay with mom, was it a choice? And I, yeah, it was a choice. But no they're just like you know, there's no rules with mommy. Uh, dad is like, so you yeah. had hey when yeah. the the ties on the doorknob 
Don't yeah. knock on the door. Exactly. Yeah. I remember one time I was I was asleep and I get a knock on the door and I hear a girl's voice. She's like, "Open up the door, Damon." And my dad's like, "Don't open it. She's <laughs> naked." <laughs> He's like, I want to open it so bad. Yeah. <laughs> See them thanks. <laughs> and that's why you moved in with dad. Yeah. Bringing them cheeks in the house. Yeah. yeah. Mom's wow. bringing in some swinging D. You don't that's open the door. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to see some swinging D. Whoa. Yeah. Open the door, Damon. <laughs> open it up. Open it up. Don't open it. He's naked. <laughs> Mom. Come on, man. Dude, my mom had a boyfriend who was like a really big fan of my dad's. That was the most awkward. Oh, man. And he would like quote my dad's like stand up and stuff. Like his movies and like, yeah. I want to hear I'm like, I don't want to hear. Is this what you you quote in the bedroom with my mom? You know what I mean? Like, I give that two snaps up. Yeah. Like, nope. Two snaps (laughs) and a twist. (laughs) It's like like the ultimate autograph is like my dad's wife. It's like, dude, I get to keep this? You take that to Antigro show? I got to show you something. I think it's worth something. <laughs> it was That's so weird. Horrible. Man. And he was a tennis coach, too. So he had, like, there was, like, tennis balls all over the house sometimes. This like, is oh, weird. This is, like, I don't want to Like an Asian here. lady's garage. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, hey, I, I, I have my one Asian joke. I thought we bonded. <laughs> I thought we could go there. Oh, Keep man. Asian-ing. You're throwing me under the truck, and I'm not going to say he was driving. <laughs> uh, Damon Wayans Jr. is at the Tempe Improv. So the show is possibly soon. Yeah. Yeah. What, it well, doesn't uh, have a name yet. Stand-up show or the... Uh, well, I know your stand-up oh, yeah, yeah, show is yeah, tonight. Yeah. Soon <laughs> is like... You get no, 11 you hours. Mean. Yeah, it's like a... Uh, we're like a month out. Okay. And um, it's kind of like what you said. Like, it, yeah. it's basically... I wind up moving in next door to him. And I have like a family of my own, and we just keep coming over this dude's right. house and just you're milking. Him. He had he had peace, right? Quiet, and then now we just are disrupting his. And peace you're ruining everything. everything, and you're bringing kids to the party. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and See, being a month perfect. away, everyone's cast. I mean, no, ready to go? Okay, no, we're not cast. We're still rewriting. Um, we had a really good script, uh, but we we have to like you know punch it up, make it funnier. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we'll be doing casting soon. How long have you guys been talking about this? Is this something you've been, it's been, years? yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. It's, it, well, it's, it's been his idea. Cause I was going to do this other show. Um, it's called kill the orange face bear. I don't know if I talked to you about it. I don't know. No, I didn't I remember. I think so I remember it was basically, that. yeah, it was basically about this guy who, uh, he was, um, going to propose to his wife or his wife to be in the forest and she winds up getting eaten by a bear in front of him and so he wants revenge and so he gets his little he like group of friends to go and like try and find this bear to kill him but the bears have their own world like they speak uh, uh will ferrell was the voice oh. of the bear sarah silverman was a bear voice sam richards it was like all these really cool this is great it was like, it was like computer graphics but it looked like really good yeah. i think you did bring this yeah, up now it's starting yeah. to sound yeah, familiar it was it was going to be really funny and then they were end up canceling tbs Oh yeah, yeah. They canceled the whole network. Yeah, they were like, gone. yeah, no more, <laughs> no you more can't, shows. So was it their thing? So you can't take that somewhere else? Because that, would yeah, be I think they tried to, but it's it was an, an expensive show yeah. because the graphics like like cost like a million and a half yeah. alone, and the cast, is yeah, and then cheap. the cast were yeah. cheap. Yeah, wow. Well, but that's, that's a great. So idea. now I'm doing the show with my dad, which is way is going to be way. F- I don't know if it's going to be funnier, but it's going to be a lot more fun yeah. to do because it's familial. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And you guys, yeah, you got a lot of stories yeah. I'm sure you can base yes. shows off. Already, man. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's good. Does I really he have like to come in and go, I remember that time 
you did this, yeah, this. Sometimes they'll say stuff that's like embarrassing too, like to like the group of writers. Right. Just like, like, do we really right, want to go? Yeah. We have like a sidebar before you start <laughs> <laughs> telling people I didn't get circumcised until I was four. <laughs> Is that true? Yes. Why? Yeah. My mom wanted me to just be, you know, long down there <laughs> until you're yeah. kindergarten. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, yeah, she was, she was, she really fought against getting me circumcised. You remember I'm your like, circumcision, oh. dude? I remember. How? I remember <laughs> like passing out. And then, like, leaning over to my mom, like, as I was passing out, and go, don't let the doctor see my penis. <laughs> and I, like, passed out. She was like, <laughs> she was like, okay, honey. And I woke up. That's the first thing I asked. I was like, did he look at it? Oh. And she was like, honey, he had to. Yeah, here's was, some of it. I was like, oh. so, yeah, here's so, some. Yeah, it's yeah, like, they, I got your tooth. I got your first. <laughs> I saved everything. It was a moil. Here it is. Was it a celebration or was it, like, a clinical thing? No, it was just... There know. weren't, like, people over and, like, a cake afterwards. and I don't know. That's how Jewish yeah. people do it, so I'm not sure how else it works. No, it wasn't a celebration. Because if it was the Jewish thing, it was, like, it's like eight days, I think. Yeah, you got to yeah. do it right yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. And then the dude Mine was, like, I, 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 like, wait Ooh. a minute. Orthodox. Yeah, that's fact. Because that one dude had uh, herpes. And there's a moil with herpes, and he's going down there because you're supposed it to... off? You're supposed to... <laughs> evidently, they, they, yeah. they go down and suck the blood. wine. Yeah. And he was giving a bunch of kids herpes. That's a real story. And and what they, are the kids Include do? that in your sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to open with that on my stand-up, actually. Like, Did you guys hear about no? this? <laughs> That's true. Isn't that wow, crazy? So, yeah. so yours was like a doctor's Yeah, office. mine was a doctor. Nobody was sucking on it. That I know of. <laughs> that you got knocked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was asleep, so. Okay, thank God. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It made a wallet out of the tip. I and mean, why, why Ford? Like she said, okay, today's the day. I think it was just my mom. They were like literally having arguments. I remember like listening and like hearing them like arguing about your dick. Room, like, you, you gotta cut it off. They're gonna make fun of him. It was like, he needs it. <laughs> do you wish you still had it? I miss my foreskin. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I, I read stories sometimes about foreskin. Yeah. It's a it's a crime that I used we to put like marbles off. in it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> could, could hide stuff. <laughs> yeah. <you're> like, <laughs> I didn't know you could You'd use like, it as a Watch pouch. it grow, and it would like slowly <laughs> shoot a marble out. <laughs> That's awesome. See, we got robbed yeah, because it's a sensitivity thing too. They cut I it off. Heard, it's supposed to be better. I just it's just too much cleaning. Though. It's, it's a lot of like gunk. Yeah, yeah, nobody needs gunk. That. Yeah. You don't need. <laughs> yeah, a lot of gunk. Dick gunk. gunk. You don't need dick yeah, gunk. Don't There's the gunk. remote. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the Where way, I put my key. Oh, <laughs> if you write a part for me in your show, I'd like to be the character Dick Gunk. <laughs> if you don't mind, this is my neighbor Dick Gunk. <laughs> I say that so it's uh, Richard, Dan- actually, <laughs> Damon Wayans Jr. Uh, at the Tempe Improv this weekend. If you want to go tempeimprov.com tonight, uh, tomorrow, and you're doing a Sunday show as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, why are you laughing at that? I'm just doing your name. Yeah, I'm laughing at <laughs> Dick. Dick Gunk is just a tough. Tough. That guy shouldn't have made it out of high school. <laughs> But uh, yeah, if you need a character, it. Vanilla Chunk. Yeah, Vanilla, Vanilla Chunk, Chunk and Dick Gunk. Dick Gunk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's the worst rap team of all time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, at NPM Prob all weekend long. What else is going on in your world? What conspiracies are you into right now? You got anything going? I. What about Demar Hamlin? Did you see his interview with the Michael Strahan? And he asked him, what did the doctor say happened to you? And he didn't answer it. And he goes, I don't want to get into that. Yes. And everybody's like, that. vaccine. And what did yes. you think? I mean, I mean, I mean, you, you guys are. You're yeah, gonna let's dive deep. Yeah, let's you, already, you already went. You already ruined it with Asia. So let's just go down the last that's road. You got. Uh, yeah, I thought he was definitely thinking about that money that's in his account, getting that hush money. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought the same thing. Yeah. Like when you see it, you're like, uh, somebody even wrote in the comments, you could have saved a lot of lives if you'd have just answered that question. Jeez. No matter oh, what the answer, man. Exactly. You know what? It doesn't really matter if he thinks it's vaccine. My friend, fifty-one year old friend, 
totally fine. Had a brain bleed stroke uh, about uh, in, on January 1st. Mm. And unexpected, no high blood pressure, no problems. And I asked the nurse, I'm like, I'm not a crazy person, but vaccine involved? She goes, we're looking into it. That's, we don't discount that anymore. And I'm like, the medical professionals don't say it. I don't know what to think. Yeah, man. I, I, I kind of just like put my hands up because, you know, I don't know. I, I need to see how this year and the next year kind of pan out. Before then you'll I get the vaccine. <laughs> no. <laughs> then you'll get the shot. Before I make my assessment <laughs> and on I'm whether bad. or not that is same. like, uh, uh, you know, um, part of it. But it's weird that you might have the it. same thing. A couple of friends that are absolutely all in on that. Yeah. that yeah. That's the, that's the yeah. only way. And well, and also in my industry, it's like that. Like you kind of like have to subscribe to absolutely the vaccine. But it's know? funny because not everybody does, but everybody plays the game. Yeah, in entertainment, everybody's like, "Yep, of course I am, of course I am." And then you get well, because you get fired. You get fired. You get and fired that's, for and, even questioning. But and, especially back then, now it's like a little, it's getting a little looser. Right? But, you know, back when it was like hot, you couldn't, you could not step out of line. And not it's a bit scary because I plenty of people are like, "I didn't get it." I told everyone I did. I did yeah. not get it. Yeah. And like entertainment people, mm-hmm. just to keep jobs. Mm-hmm. And it's a very strange kind of like. Uh, you know, there's nothing free about that. No. But at the same time, you can get the vaccine if you want it. I don't care. Yeah. It never bothered me either way. But this is weird that those things, I love conspiracies. I like when they're I, right. Yeah, that one is like a, a hot button conspiracy. Yeah. I like the ones that don't get you in trouble. Yeah, I like the ones that can't get you in trouble. Yeah, I mean, the ones where you can be like, you can say like you're far enough removed from it to where it's like right. they don't come for you. I feel like and that. by they, you mean the gays? Uh, <laughs> always, <laughs> always. I just wanted more. It's, I just wanted more trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> always the case. <laughs> We've got to stop them. We have to <laughs> stop them. Yeah, no. It's, I just. It's a weird thing because we say a lot of they and them and this, and we're doing it all in one. It's yeah, yeah. it's mono thought, and it's such a strange thing that we all kind of got on it's board. Sticky, with. Yeah, Bigfoot, and yeah. I don't think it's any. I don't think it's any like group of regular humans i think it's just like the people on the top yeah. that kind of dictate and everything just trickles down yeah and just it's by necessity yeah. people don't want to be hassled so they just follow along absolutely and that's kind of what I people did. you know people like they just don't want to be they don't want their peace disturbed like yep. human beings have you know we don't have that much peace right and so it's like the little piece that i can have just like give it to me obstacle yeah. all right i'll just just yeah. get yeah, yeah, yeah. pilot on i'll figure it out later exactly. that's kind of how we all feel exactly. it's like let me get to the next day because yeah, we have all time got our own stuff exactly own exactly i can't say that by the way oh sorry <laughs> that's all right you forgot <laughs> our own stuff we all have yeah, our, own we all got our own stuff damon didn't say anything by the way horrible. uh i just i was just informed that you guys have been doing this for 25 years 22 22 I, i've been on the air in 25 here in town dude and 22 at this station. Well, thank you. Is That's, it a congratulations yeah. or is it just, wow, you're stagnant? I think it's beautiful. <laughs> I think that you guys also, and then you guys haven't gone, um, what is that called? Uh, what is that called? Syndicated? Yeah, where they try yeah. and... There's it, been a few things, offers and but stuff it's like more that. like, again, I don't want to be hassled. The two or three times I've been love offered, that. you get more bosses and you I get more... Many cooks and, in the and, they just, yeah. and they just always, mm, you can't say... Right. Yeah. And, and the I last thing that. I want is more people trying to tell me how to do this. Yeah. So I think it's beautiful. I'm happy yeah, here. So that works. Well, thank you. That's very nice. I appreciate that. What do you think of like let's uh, do let's go to conspiracies that right. you won't get uh, in trouble for? Yeah, ghosts, ghosts, believer. Oof, that one's interesting. I, I think here's my weird kind of point of view on death. I think that when you die, that there's like a th- the layer is thin. I think you can be disturbed. Right. I okay. think like people like do the Ouija and all that kind right. of stuff. Like it's like literally like you're 
spirits trying to rest, and then it's like people like poking you, like trying to wake you up. It's it, yours, and that's why weird stuff so happens. Bl- gotcha. A spiritual world. You believe there's a spiritual world Probably. out there? Yeah. But they can't do anything. They can't do anything. Yeah. No, except like open cabinets. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> that's they it. love opening yeah. cabinets. They love getting into yeah, your cupboard. Turning lights on yeah. and off. Like, yep, still working. <laughs> I think they're electricians or contractors. All <laughs> ghosts are just contractors. Yeah, them in the house. Yeah. Yeah. This is not uh, um, up to code. Yeah, this is. <laughs> I don't like this. We call an electrician over here. These no, lights are kind of. this cabinet. Who yeah. keeps closing these cabinets? I hate this candle over here. <laughs> Either they're decorators and just look at where yeah. they keep the place. Yeah. I hate it. Maybe if we leave it open, they'll get the hint. <laughs> Rearrange this. What's that smell? <laughs> yeah, I'm not a ghost believer. No? No, because I can disprove it in a second. Show me. Oh, tell me. You've had a crime committed against you. Mm-hmm. Right? You can be, let's say Damon Wayans Jr. is a fervent believer in ghosts, supernatural, and everything else. Mm-hmm. A terrible crime's been committed. You've been stabbed. Your car was stolen. Your kid's in the car. Mm-hmm. And the police come to you and say... I'm pretty sure it's a ghost. Oh, I mean, obviously no. You would immediately go, that's not a thing. Yeah. So it, you can't believe in like, I mean, that's having, that, any, w- having any ability to broach our world. Oh. So they just well, don't, like, exist in the form of fathering. Question, I know, but they don't, so they they don't, don't really stab, get involved. Oh, no, I don't think they're, like, solving crimes and stuff. Right. It's not like Sixth Sense, but I do feel like they can knock some... Some stuff over. You must do it again. I almost said it, yeah. But see, they can, but why knock things over? If they don't have, they don't, it's like, I feel like it's realm stuff. It's like, they don't really, they don't really, they're not really moving. Or right. Anything, so what right? do we concern ourselves? With? It's like an energy. It's not even, I don't even think it's like a, I don't think it's a, uh, you know, it's kind of like, like wind essentially where it's like, I don't Maybe know, that's man. That's all they are. Almost like air. warning that, look, there is another realm here. Yeah, just like, want to let you know. Yeah, here's another don't, thing. Don't rock it anymore. I yeah. don't want. Sure. Yeah, I like, don't want my grandparents watching. Me. You know when they say rest in peace? Yeah, it's like I feel like when you're like doing that, like mediums and all that kind of stuff, yeah. you're disturbing that peace. You're kind of messing with the, the whatever, so whatever energy is right. with them. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's I don't. That's I used, kind of the I used to think. I used to think when you're dead, you're dead. That's right. What I think. And that's kind of I still believe that, but. But I also feel like people can like mess with people. Sure, you know. I see. I always think that like the whole concept's awful. That you die and then you got to sit and watch your kids. So I saw some weird. So my friend, her niece, died crazy. Like her boyfriend like stabbed her Jeez. to death. Jeez. It was like on the news, yeah. right? And so she shows me this picture of her, her aunt, the mom of the yeah. niece. And then, um, and then, like a friend, right? Right. And then she goes, "Look close at that picture." And she shows me, and I look close, and there's like a shadow of the niece above the head of the aunt. Ooh, jeez! And I was like, "She was like that wasn't in the picture before." And I was like, "Oh, I was like, how do you explain?" I'm like, "What is this? This is strange." (laughs) So, and then what is she? You know, it's like a what do you face, but it's not. So, it's like a smeared face. It's like right. a, I know, but so what does she say that this is my she, looking over me, or this is my? I don't know what know? she says, but I just like don't ever show me that again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't want to freak me out. Well, let's yeah. get back to the Ouija. Yeah, because yeah. then she's going to see her mom like taking dumps or waffle stomping turds into the shower <laughs> drain. And, 
You, you, you don't think, want you don't you want your ghost do that. I yeah. think a lot of moms. No, do that. I, I, I think have thing, right? say, <laughs> just walk past them. Make that mom fart. Like no, the toilet's way over there. <laughs> just gonna... I'm all wet. The floor's slippery. <laughs> I think there's restrictive viewing in, in heaven. <laughs> I just don't. I don't. There's I watch, God protection. I watch a lot of sports and dudes point to their grandparents after a touchdown. I'm like, you didn't want to watch you do also, this. Also, is your is everybody up there? Yeah, yeah I, mean, no, like, where I want somebody to like get a touchdown. Be like. Grandma. Is it grandma. For you, Grandma. Yeah. The core. My horrific viewed grandparents, my grandparents by today's standards, they aren't in heaven. Yeah, There's no, no way. way. The horrible things Impossible. those people were saying and yeah. doing. Ugh. No way. It's yeah, for you, Granny. Yeah, it's a touchdown for y'all down south. That's, I'd love to see Ben Roethlisberger just point down. That's for you, Dad. Because you raped too. <laughs> I learned it from you, Dad. Yeah. It doesn't fall far from the rape tree. But the uh, yeah, it's just I just can't believe that anybody. Like I would, I don't want my grandpa to see me. Half time I'm like, especially I got an Oculus, and I think if my grandparents are looking down on me while I'm using that thing, are you kidding me? That's the worst visual ever. He'd be so disappointed. And when the light comes and there's Grandpa waiting, he's like, I've been watching you jerk off for yeah. like fifty years. You dwell you on that too yeah. much because well, that's what I do. Stop. You've got. Well, please oh. do not bring that here. <laughs> Don't bring that here. I've been watching you. Your grandmother is disgusted. Go, How much do you need to do it? You've ruined so many socks. Put a towel down. I never did socks. Never did the socks? What do Always you use? Always Kleenex. Kleenex. You got to have them close. Yeah, to just like roll it up next. You know, He's got a yeah. sock yeah. story. I, I, used my, to, well, I take my pants off and. Just go to town. <laughs> no, I have this like, I have this, uh, I have this like area where like this floor is kind of slippery. And <laughs> you have so, a jerk and so, station? Like, yeah, like a little station. <laughs> jerk pad. And I'm like, as I'm jerking, I slowly go into the splits more and more. And <laughs> before I hit the split, I and complete. Hit the yeah. So no, here's the yeah. fun of that. Yeah. It's so uh, of course, fun. there's a, there's got to be some uh, peril. Yeah. In this. So you've got like a, a broomstick or something as you're doing the split and you try to beat the broomstick, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a little broom, a little swiffer dust. It's like a timer. You're taking this whole jumping the broom thing different than. But yeah, that would be a great idea. Yeah, you slid, man. You yeah, gotta just, hurry. I slowly slide. It's just, I yeah. don't know, something. It's one Fantastic. of my things. Well, my that's it. I don't yeah. do that. Yeah. And, but your grandparents can watch you do it every day if they're ghosting around. See, that needs lie. to be in the show. What? Your jerk, My jerk station. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the jerk and you find out that uh, you have that in common. <laughs> He's like, you like sliding? <laughs> you know that's You jerk and slide? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's past. It's, it's nature I and nurture. Because he mentions it. <laughs> no DNA test required. We know for sure. This is Damon. Uh, you know you sound like your dad. I know. There's sound, a voice thing. A look. And that means... That you make the same noises in like the throes of passion. I don't know, man. That's, I'm pretty that quiet. Is, that maybe he was too. But oh, maybe. like the noise, like the <clears throat> yeah, maybe. Because like, the things I've learned is like the more I hear myself talk, I'm like, oh Jesus, that's Dan. That's my dad. And yeah, I say things, and then I realize that I wasn't taught the noises to me. Right, they just happened. So you think that you're saying it's passed down? I think it's uh, you're, accurate too. Really? I notice yeah. myself. Hey, hey. Yeah, his, his dad's yeah. <laughs> yeah mine is. <laughs> <laughs> See, I bet your dad does. But I'm quiet until then. 
I'm like, wow, this is just like my dad. <laughs> yep. I'm starting to turn into my dad. <laughs> I'm turning into my dad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Imagine that. Oh. The girl just looks at you like, what the <laughs> was that? That was my sound. I just, so, you want to go out again? Yeah. I keep it quiet the whole time, and then right when it's about to end, I just give a thumbs up. Yeah. Just, right to her face. This is. <laughs> Burn a okay. I just go leave. <laughs> leave. My favorite one for years. I used to say that I did was uh, when you're when you're doing it. You just go. I give you life. <laughs> but I give white you words. Life. White words. That was Brian Callen. White words. That was the day That's we were right. going back and forth with that. I said I give you life, and he goes white words. White oh my God. God. <laughs> Too far. Yes. That is disgusting. White give you white worms. Are you ready to ingest the white worms, my lady? I'm Take ready. the knee. <laughs> Bend the Bend knee. The knee. <laughs> and prepare for the insertion of white worms. And kiss the ring. Of white worms. Singular? It's a singular. A white worm. It only takes one. <laughs> Damon Wayans Jr. at the Tempe Improv tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. TempeImprov.com. Uh, you can check him out at Mr. Damon 2 uh, or at Wayans Jr. on Twitter. Uh, leave us with words of wisdom, please. Oh, man, I, I can't, dude. <laughs> there are none. I love you guys. No, I back at you. you. Thank that, you. Yeah. Awesome. Damon Wayans Jr., everybody. It's 98KUPD. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Damon Wayans Jr. is funny. That's a funny man. That house, I swear to God, how great would it be growing up in that house? Oh, man. Even the least funny one would still have. Like, it's just The Wayans family is just all. He has a spitting image of yeah, his dad. Looks all, I mean, dad sounds does. and ta- yeah. looks. Oh, man. Yeah. That's pretty. Yeah. It's remarkable. That show, I, I root for that. I hope that goes well. The, he and his dad together would be a blast. Uh, it's 914. It's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense. And again, I tell you, and this is probably the last day I'm going to be able to say this because it's going to sell out. The ladies' self-defense class that's coming up April 28th, uh, they've made some more room. They've, they've boosted a, a little area here. Maybe we can add two or three more. It's for anybody. Uh, it's for anybody. You've never, If you've never done it before, you can come in there completely green, a novice 100% across the board, and you'll walk out three hours later with skills you didn't have going in. Or you can be completely educated. Uh, and, and know about street fighting and know about all Tactical Black has to offer and still walk out of that seminar three hours later more educated. It's an unbelievable thing. I tell Brett about it. Brett went with me that time with yeah. the gun defense. They're doing a, a gun safety uh, seminar. Their seminars are amazing. CCW stuff. And Brett went with me and changed how you do everything about your concealed carry. I want to do it again, actually. Yeah, well, let's go do it. We'll right. go do it today. Right. Uh, yeah, it's just a blast. And it's an unbelievable uh, learning experience on how to act in uh, on the street in a crazy weird world now, there's a lot of stuff some guy got no fight in front of me last night coming back from the suns game just kind of walked right by it like that's normal dude just started swinging at another guy I was like all right just keep walking you never know what's going to happen here but don't get involved it was weird and just a pile of people and some guy decided he's going to attack another dude okay well let that go and then i got these hot air balloons that i started to scare myself with <laughs> like people with guns that's a perfect shooter's perch you got an f-35s to take those down I don't think we could come up with anything for that one. No. I'll see if React Defense has a hot air balloon defense. I guess shooting a hot air balloon down with that. Last thing you want is that guy firing while he's going down. It's a slow, slow drift. Oh, Macho Carry Lake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You You never know. (laughs) 
what kind of uh, curveball that uh, the world's going to throw you. Why not get a little preparation under your belt? You can do that at reactdefense.com fairly easily. Beyond the seminars, the day-to-day classes are amazing, and the people are even better. And now there's one more of them, and a joy's there, a brand-new addition to the Ackerman family this week, which is very exciting. Awesome stuff. Reactdefense.com. Phoenix, Glendale, Chandler. They got you surrounded. It's the home attack for Black Brady Entertainment. Bruce Willis has uh, been diagnosed now with dementia. This is on a top of the miserable ending. Yeah, and that just sucks. sixty-seven years old. And it's you know those are the that's the crime of dementia when it you know not that it's good for somebody right. who's boring but somebody is entertaining, quick-witted, silver-tongued as Bruce Willis. You know, somebody who could uh, snap a line pretty quickly. He was witty, and to have. Their voice taken away slowly is just criminal. The family put out a statement as Bruce's condition advances. We hope that any media attention can be focused on shining a light on this disease that needs to far more awareness and research. Yeah. It's just tough to think of, you know, the guy from Moonlighting and Die Hard and all that. That's all what of, they said. He's you know, tough to hear him not being able to process or verbally express himself they said that that's the thing that's gone most is his ability to speak and you know that's that stinks and that's that, that's my biggest thing. Like, i'm afraid to die i'm afraid of that i'm afraid of, like, i'd rather I, die than yeah i watched that happen that. to my grandpa and i i wasn't around it but talking to my uncle and stuff it was like a 10-year misery of him losing speech losing ability to process thought losing and, and, and so long and such a huge i mean he lived to be 85 and one-eighth of his life was just not knowing anything. And that's if you don't count the first couple of years. But the last 10 years was just this slow disintegration of a once fun person. Here's a, a rundown of um, actors that um, declined or got rejected for shady or petty reasons on roles in movies. Ooh. Michelle Pfeiffer was up for the role of Vicki Vale in 1989's Batman. But Michael Keaton was her ex-boyfriend. And uh, he didn't want her in the part because he was trying to get back with his ex-wife at the time. Oh. She ended up playing Catwoman yeah, in the sequel. I was going to say, she was in the next one. Yep. So they, so they, he so must have scored his ex back. <laughs> he must have either gotten her back enough. or failed miserably yeah. and tried to get Pfeiffer again. Robin Williams was offered Can't the part him. of the Joker in Batman. But when he got back to them, they said they'd already given the part to Jack Nicholson. Sorry, son. Job's taken. Robin was just bait to get Jack to get the get off the pot oh. and say, I'm doing it. Oh, oh. Where does he get such wonderful toys? It would have been a much different, faster movie. Richard Gere was supposed to be in the 1974 movie Lords of the Flatbush, or Lords of Flatbush. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Lords of the Flatbush. Yeah. It's a porn, <laughs> don't search that on Pornhub. Flatbush? Yuck. But during a lunch break, he spilled mustard and chicken grease on... Sly Stallone, they oh. got into a physical fight. Stallone said uh, the director had to make a choice. One of us had to go. Who was it? And one of us had Richard to stay. Gere. Richard, Richard Gere. Gere. Richard has, was, uh, as Stallone says, Richard was given his walking papers and to this day seriously dislikes me. Hey, yo, you know, this guy keeps pouring grease on me. I don't know what his objective is, but I think he's trying to slide things into us. He's got these little tiny rats and hamsters. And I don't know what this guy's doing. Meryl Streep auditioned for the 1976 King Kong remake. The producer, who was Italian, 
told someone else that she was too ugly for the part. <laughs> he said it in an Italian, thinking Meryl wouldn't understand she it. She Italian. <laughs> yep. Oh, no. So she kind of told him off, and no. then Jessica Lange got it. This broad's too ugly. <laughs> oh, I was speaking Italian. <laughs> That's not Italian. It's an accent, you dick. I heard every word of it. Oh, hey, close enough. This broad speaks the <laughs> homeland's language. I guess she's not as dumb and ugly as I once thought she was. Get her out of my face before she gets a fresh one. Russell Crowe declined to play Wolverine in the X-Men franchise because he didn't want to be overly associated with wolves. That since his character makes a in of sense. was Yes, and they're like, wow. by the way, um, Wolverine a- is related to a weasel and <laughs> badgers. And- I'd love to, but I can't be associated with wolves. <laughs> All right, we don't want to hire you now because of what you just said. Olivia Wilde was up for Margot yeah, How Robbins. does that call go with your agent? Hey, uh, Russell, I got a great gig for you. You could be Wolverine in the Marvel movies, make millions. G'day, mate. Um, no thanks. Not a big fan of wolves. What? Wolves. Don't want to be associated. Right. Russell, I said Wolverine, Russell. Right. I'll stand my ground. All right, Russell's the dumbest client I've got. Olivia Wilde was up for Margot Robbie's part in The Wolf of Wall Street. But she was initially told she was too Ugly. sophisticated for oh, it. They Italian. made the right decision. Same guy. Oh, this one's not pretty Basically, enough. Ugly Scorsese, like Meryl Streep. It was Scorsese. It was. <laughs> She'd have been good. Yeah, but not as good. Yeah, but would we know different? You're right. Margot Robbie right, is fantastic. I mean, she's Mount Rushmore. She's a Mount Rushmore girl. Olivia Wilde might have become Mount Rushmore. Possible. Walking around in that nothing. She did that same scene where you got to see all of Margot Robbie, who hot it, top to bottom. Oh, man. I remember being in the theater for that thinking, I am. I need to be alone. I got to go. I got to go. Two more. Will Smith could have been Neo in The Matrix, but he decided to do Wild Wild West instead. That was a brilliant decision. His reasoning at the time is he thought Wild Wild West would would have been a big hit. I think most people would have agreed with that. Yeah. The last one, Michael Jackson, could have been Jar Jar Binks in yeah. Star Wars. Misa thinks you're going to die. <laughs> George Lucas was just dead set on doing it with CGI. Michael wanted to do it, get all made I up. take you down to Boss Nast. <laughs> Misa thinks you're going to like him. Could have had Prince as one of the Ewoks, too. <laughs> Everybody dance. <laughs> Misa wants to dance. This movie is horrible. Movies out this weekend, Ant-Man and the Wasp. You're going to that. Tonight. Yeah. Because Kirby wants to. Kirby yep. gets what she wants. <laughs> Kirby has, Kirby gets. Danny, we're going to see Ant-Man and Wasp, please. Of course we'll see Ant-Man and Wasp. How many times? Twice. Okay. All right. You're good, Danny. <laughs> Excuse me. The other one um, is Devil's Peak. Oh, Brett. Unfair. He just busted wow. out the nude scene of uh, Margaret So there you Robbie. go. Come on. There's I mean, the entertainment trophy. Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> I, I need to be alone, guys. Wow. And there's a moment where you see the whole shebang, too. You see, like, the shape of it. I've paused it. I will oh, find it. When she's laying there with her hand over the prized possession. In the baby's room. Man, oh, man. What happened to that store? The baby's room. Remember that? <laughs> Remember they had those commercials and they would sing that? 
I always think of a vagina when I when you said that. I thought you knew. Oh, sweet Jesus, Bert. We got a show to finish. Turn that TV yeah, off. See, and you're telling me Olivia oh, Wilde. Come on. All right. Olivia Wilde. <laughs> Worst place. <You're> fired. <laughs> oh, Meryl Streep. You know, hey, guys, let's go back to the old land, huh? I think she's too ugly to be King Kong interested. Who brought this pig in here? That giant ape ain't going to like no Meryl Streep looking boy. He'd bite her head off. Yeah, he would kill her, and I would encourage it. I would get a big a crowd, a round of applause after the, the monkey eats Meryl Streep. Now, get me a broad that we believe would bang this ape. And vice versa. I can understand Italian. Oh, I was speaking in a... How'd she do that? I told you you can't trust that ugly bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this why you ain't working. Exactly. You're right. never going to work in this town again, Meryl Streep. That's a name no one will ever remember. This get her out of my Off face. Off the set, Miss Know-It-All. How dare you. Kramer versus Kramer. No wonder Dustin Hoffman wanted out. <laughs> that movie hasn't even made yet. I know the script. Go dance on a bridge or something. <laughs> get over there with that old man and drive cars around Vermont. Ball rink. <laughs> Mama Mia, get her out of here. Whoa, Jessica Lang. Now that's a name people will never forget. Prediction. Someday Bruce Jenner's going to look just like you. <laughs> Keep it moving, Keep Silkwood. It. We don't got time for this. Before I start hosing you off. You find out it was really Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Ah, I thought you spoke Italian. Get her out of here. She knows what's good for her. Yeah, that's a tough one. But, yeah, they made the right choice in King Kong, too, because you go back and watch the 70-something version of King Kong. She comes out of the water. When Kong gives her a little shower and a bath. That is so hot. I was four. I'm watching that going, I don't know what's going on here, but my my legs are getting stiff. I think I got a disease. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he's in that little. Laying out there. She was hot. And then if you want to do yourself a really dirty, dirty, the Postman Always Rings Twice remake that she's in with Jack Nicholson. I watched that with my dad. And there's a scene where there's some sex going on. I learned what the word, what my dad invented a word, I think. I'm not sure this is a real word. But a very uncomfortable scene where he grabs her by her underpants and pulls up in the front. And my dad gives me an elbow. I must have been six. He's giving her a Grundy, he says. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is that? I've never heard that before. Well, my dad threw it at me because he was so uncomfortable that he was watching a sex scene with his kid. Let's see what Grundy has uh, turned into. <laughs> Grundy's not. He's giving her a Grundy. And I think he thought he was with his friends for a second, but he's with his son, his young son, who will never forget that moment. Uh, it's 927. Let's get it together and get these squares on and out of here. If you want to play 585-9800, we'll give you a trip to the zoo. Yeah. You can go to the World uh, Wildlife Zoo with Brady. Wildlife World Zoo? World Wildlife Wildlife Zoo. World, World, Zoo. Wildlife World Zoo. I don't know why I can't get that right. Oh, it's tough. And you, It isn't that tough. It should be easier than that. It's three <laughs> words. I know you think it's tough, but thanks for your support. Uh, and I he'll, feel your pain. He'll man. march. I know. Uh, last thing I want is to be in the same boat. Uh, but he's going to wander you around the zoo with some professionals. We'll give you that. That'll be a fun one behind the scenes. And also uh, tickets to something else. I think we got... I think we you fest Did we have that? I think we have Disturbed. No, Disturbed. That's right. Ben told me that. Yeah. So we got all sorts of choices. Winner gets to pick. We got a prize pile for you. You choose, but you got to be a girl or a boy and play those squares. They're coming up next. It's 98. Oh, morning sickness. 
disgusting. They smell, they're sticky, they say things that are horrible. Our friend Mo is with us now. Mo is joining us to host these squares. How are you? I'm great, man. How you doing? I'm doing quite well. Oh, wonderful. Brady pointed out that your hair is getting very long. I know. It's a topic every week. It is? <laughs> I don't know. He's like, your hair's getting, your hair's nice. Your hair's I had long. my eyes on you, Mo. <laughs> Wait a minute. Brady said this more than once. He doesn't remember. Yeah, yeah that's why. That's probably why he doesn't remember that he said this already. Every week. Hey, your hair's really long. And it's just going to keep getting longer, so. Hey, Bo. Yeah. <laughs> my lady. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> Princess green hair. <laughs> Do you know her name? No. Yes, Mo. But uh, Mo's here, and uh, we've got ourselves trips to the zoo with Brady. You should go on that with him. He's going to give you a tour of that. <laughs> I know. We all feel like Is we're going to get... alcohol involved? <laughs> we're all going to get murdered by zoo animals if Brady's in charge of that. You can touch it. It's just a hip Mo, I'll let you feed the piranhas. I'm... Whoa, Great is idea. that a euphemism? I know, right? Ooh, that did sound dirtier than it needs. Uh, here we go. we got tickets to that. we got tickets to Disturbed. Winner gets to choose, but first you have to win, and let's see who will. It is time now for your Guadalupe Squares. Here's your hostess, Mo Bergeron. Mo. Thank you, Chancellor. I'm the topless square. He's a UFO killer. Yeah, yeah. It's Joe Biden. <sighs> what are you doing killing UFOs? What's happening? Fire away, fire away. You're for fire. This is it. Pew, pew, pew. Space invaders. Star Wars. <laughs> Playing Star Space Wars, Force? man. Me and Kamala, me and Camel Tower. No, there. no, Kamala. Firing out Star Wars stuff. Get that. I'm Luke Skywalker, man. Get balloon animals, I'll take those down. <laughs> I'm going up with hitting that Albuquerque. You against balloon animals. They're building an army in Albuquerque. I'm going to fire away. What's the hardest Shoot. balloon animal, animal you've ever taken down? The hardest animal I've ever taken no, down. the hardest Whoa. balloon animal. <laughs> I just got my physical. I'm completely capable of getting this thing hard. If no, that's what no, you're asking. no, no, <laughs> no. Said I'm in perfect health. You don't count my heart, lungs, liver, uh, whatever's the center thing. <laughs> Some stuff that doesn't belong in my prehensile tail. Kidneys, you know. Said you had uh, a little bit of high cholesterol. You and Brady are so Brady and I are very similar. Brady is in the same some, shape as me. You need some pills? Yeah, I got them. Don't you? Yours is, yours is enough to trank an elephant. <laughs> my high blood pressure. I was running about 380 over 212. Smooth. That's Brady said. That's all right. It's like Brady sauce. Must blood. be pizza in the room. Ugh. Tell you what, we're taking down balloons. <laughs> got them in the air. What about hot air balloons? Ching, ching, China. Good night. No, stop. (laughs) Turning your lights out, China. Turning your lights out. Xing, jang, ping. All right. In the middle. I like what your guest said today. Chinese ladies can't even drive balloons to the right place. Chinese balloons even get lost. I'm going to fire a missile right in your balloon knot. What? <laughs> Dead center. I used to do that to Dr. Jill. Oh. Used to? <laughs> Can't get it hard enough to get in there. I get hard enough. I can push into the weaker spots. Oh, that thing puts spot? up too much of a fight. <laughs> Bends me backwards. <laughs> I let out a cry and then dust shoots out. Oh, God. All right. It's like a Hoover in reverse. You got a little mummy dust. Oh, God. It's a fire extinguisher. <laughs> yeah, I put out fires with it before. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back it. Come on. Come on. All right. In the top middle. Come on, man. You want to see it. <laughs> All right. In the top middle square, it's a 69th birthday. It's oh Charger Volta. I can't believe it's my 69th right. birthday. JT. Happy birthday. How you doing, my friend? How you doing? Oh, my God. I haven't been here for so long. I came over for my birthday. I just wanted to be in the room for everybody because, you know, I'm 69, and that's pretty awesome. Your legs look nice. My legs what? are so tight right now. It's ridiculous. All I do is squats. Are those implants? Yeah, I put calf some calves in. in. You know, I got I to keep it together. I'm 69. I'm single. You know, my, I lost my 
quote unquote wife. And now the boys don't like, you know, I gotta have. Quote unquote. Well, you know, because I'm a homosexual. <laughs> have a birthday massage. I get a birthday massage. I'm just going there, you know. I'm feeling a little tightness right around my. What do you call it? A balloon knot? I no, think that's what I need. A missile. Oh my God. Just get a missile get shot around right my balloon knot. Yeah, I just want to be serious for a second. I'm 69 years old. It's very, it's very hard edge to get hard. What? So I just want to let everybody know that there's Viagra now. And even though it gives me a little heartburn, I'm still viable. You're not hard edge? You're the one that I want. Did you see my new commercial for the Super Bowl? Oh, it was just great. great. Did not. Yeah, you didn't like it. I didn't see it. Why didn't you see it? What, what are you busy watching some terrible movies? <laughs> no. You're gonna go see Ant Man and Waps tonight. It's a Ant Man and the Waps. You know, it's originally Waps. called Ant Man and the Waps, and it was me and Brad. <laughs> no. She was Ant-Man watching Gotti. It was like, okay, Ant Man, that's enough. You know, I just throw a little decon on that guy and get rid of him <laughs> and get a little deet, and we'll get rid of this Ant Man for once for all. Why don't they just fly a plane over Ant Man and just you know get rid of him with the you know, like some raid. With raid? I don't yeah, think that's how some, it like, works. Ant and, you know, that, you know what I'm talking about, Brady, the raid, ant and roach spray. Let's just get that. Ant-Man goes away in a second. Well, maybe they'll do that for... Set him up with a... The fifth movie or whatever. Right. We'd like you in the third installment. How can you be a superhero when you're, like, you can't even go outside because of pesticides? <laughs> <laughs> this is the stupidest superhero of all time. <laughs> Plus, crawl up in my balloon knot and blow me up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even fans of the entire... Like genre, I would, understand? I see that, yeah. Of course you would, I and they ruined it. Movie. The boys ruined it because termite went into that guy's urethra and blew that guy up. It's been done. So it's been done. Amazing. So now you look at Ant Man, you're like, you're weak. <laughs> Do it. Get inside that guy's urethra, which I say every Friday night, especially <laughs> oh 69th birthday tonight. John Travolta, 69, with a little grease. <laughs> right. Sound words, JT. <laughs> yeah, right in the top right square. He has a new movie out. It's OJ the Pooh Simpson. That's right. <laughs> Old Twitter world. What? I just got my brand new nickname because I saw the greatest film ever made. It's OJ the Pooh Simpson. I think Blood I, and honey I think it's on the porch. Winnie the Pooh. No, no. Winnie the Pooh is in it. I'm the voice. Oh, bother. Uh-oh. Everyone look out. I'm going to hack some bitches up. <laughs> That's all it is. It's Winnie the Pooh Simpson coming at you. My little friend Winnie the Pooh walking around. Oh, bother. Oh, I feel a bit peckish. I should probably go get my wife's sunglasses from that mother effer who's got them and slice them to bits. That's exactly what Winnie the Pooh O.J. Simpson said. So Eeyore was the killer? Well, they, hey. All I'm saying is... They started throwing the word Tigger around in Whoa! that courtroom. Hey! Next thing you know, Mark Furman can't have a job. Oh, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I had to go see Blood and Honey because I've seen it and it's amazing. Right. So your poo's Tigger? Yes, exactly right. <laughs> Look, Mark Furman Jr., I think you're barking up the wrong. Look, I'm just saying, bro. We're watching that tonight. I'm watching the poo. I tell you what, every time that little bear says Tigger, I get like, all right. You're cutting it close, son. Oh, my God. Why am I here? All right. In the left middle square, he's here to promote a movie as well. Devil Speak, it's uh, Billy Bob Thornton. That's exactly right. What's up, BBT? How you doing, Brady? It's good to see you again. What happened to the other host? I haven't been here for a while. Oh. uh, Which one? Transition, huh? Some changes. You look better like a woman. I like you better. Okay, good. Thanks, I guess. In a way, your hair's a little long. (laughs) (laughs) I like my women dykier. (laughs) <laughs> Dikey-er? Yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This one's not cutting it. Do I, need, do I need shorter hair? What do I need? I want you to look like a 1986 yearbook. 
<laughs> oh, wow. Going through there with a big pile on top and shaved on the sides. Maybe <laughs> the word the Smith's written into your See, head. I don't, think, I don't think that's possible. That was the year I was, I was born, so. Yeah. 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 You didn't promote my band, <laughs> oh. The Box Masters. Oh, yeah. Box Masters. I forgot about the Box Masters. It's one of the best, best, best bands of all time. How does one join the Box Masters? <sighs> Spread your legs, sister. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, I feel like a master myself. What easy so. step. I'll tell you right now, there's no question about You might like ladies. But there's a Niagara situation brewing right now. I know exactly who caused it. <laughs> Bad Santa. Things are flowing. <laughs> Always flowing, all right. She's a five right now. <laughs> all right. In the- I do you, but you're Mexican, and I don't need any more kids. <laughs> <laughs> all right. In the middle square, we got Zoology Brady. Yeah. Reticulated python. <laughs> no, put that away. Yeah, that's, I'm just kidding around. That's my wiener. Oh, my God. It's not reticulated. Or a python. Don't be afraid. Like, what is that, a garden snake? Gonna go see Ant-Man and the Wops tonight. No, That's gonna it's be- a wasp. It's a wasp. Come, come to the zoo tonight with me and I'll show you my dick dick. What? <laughs> he can feed it's it. It's in the, it's a fish, isn't it? It's, it's an antelope. Oh, right. I confuse those things. <laughs> dick dick is, well, it can swim, so it's sort of a fish. That's my extensive zoology information. It's zoology. No, it's not. It's zoology. Why zoology? Look it up, sister. <laughs> Google it. There's one thing he knows how to pronounce. I'll tell you right now. You don't want to question Brady when it comes to diction and pronunciations. <laughs> Zoology would have three O's in it. It needs to. It's fine. It's then zoo. it would be zoology. No, it? that's n- then it would be zoology. Zoology. <laughs> Dummy. Okay. Look at this duck-billed platypus. What? Isn't it the coolest thing you've ever seen? It's a fish. Or an antelope <laughs> with a beak. More yeah. dick That's a good one, though. I like that. Dick dicks are neat. I like that. Of course that. they are. Nope, nope, nope. Brett <laughs> <laughs> just handed me a note. Not happening. What? More wops? Hey, I'll tell you what. We'll put a little coat on the bears at Wildlife World Wildlife Zoo, and we'll give them a pot of honey, Uh-oh. and we'll recreate oh, no. blood and honey, Uh-oh. and we'll march some weirdos inside of there. You don't have to worry about it. Don't if I don't They're drink. zoo animals. You can feed them with your hands. I've done it. You got to get way up in there, though. How off way it's, in oh, there? Are you to ask questions? Oh. It's wet and furry like a 1970s uh, oh, magazine. Oh. Oh. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> Want to see a blue dike? Those are real things. <laughs> That's a real animal. It's not. It's a fish or an antelope. Oh, God. What is it? <laughs> All right, moving on. In the middle right square, we got two of our greatest Vins, Vince Scully and Vin Diesel. That's exactly right, Mo. You're doing a great job broadcasting. And what a great day it is to have the two Vins in one square. Of course, I've passed on and can't do any more broadcasting, or I would have gotten the job that Vin Diesel just got announcing the starting lineups for this year's NBA All-Star Game, which would have sounded very good if I did it. But Vin Diesel's going to announce people like the great Kevin Durant. And Let's it's hear a triple X. Vin yeah. Diesel, <laughs> starting it forward, number seven, Kevin Durant. Vin, your turn. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be the best. He said he's happy to be here. <laughs> uh, thank you. Well, you did a translator. Starting at guard, number one, Devin Booker. <laughs> you know what we should probably do? Is wow. that someone from one of the Fast and Furious movies? Translate. Translate oh. what Vin's saying. <laughs> oh and? 
Michael Caine. I'm not Michael Caine. <laughs> he doesn't even know you? I drive very fast. He probably thinks of Michael Caine because he can't see me very well. Not Michael Caine. We do the movies together. This is an absolute <laughs> show. And there's 12 of them. Unbelievable. The death came of back in- for this I flew all the way here from heaven, and boy, are my wings tired. <laughs> To be the best Vin Scully I can be, and I've been replaced by this moron. You want to race? <laughs> I want to race away from you immediately. All right, it's the bottom left square. We've got Brady Secret Square. Give us a hand. Hi, guys. It's my birthday. I'm 66 years old. I get paid $10 million a year to flip letters on the Wheel of Fortune. Wow. I'm worth ninety million dollars. Is that one. right? That's true. <laughs> wow, that's insane. Ninety million dollars. I will never see that money. No, you won't. No, Why would you? <laughs> you got to try. <laughs> very true. Very true. All right. Can't smoke weed all day and expect ninety million dollars to show up. Whoa! Whoa! Holmberg was wrong. <laughs> All right. Look at this dough. <laughs> All right, in the bottom middle square where he's like everybody else, it's Bruce Springsteen. It's the same. Bruce coming to town. Oh, it's going to be great. Bruce coming to town. I'm coming to your town. We'll work on cars together, except we won't do any of it. <laughs> Heck yeah, I'm going to do some songs for you now because I'm just like you. I'm a singer song. Get up in the evening. I sell a ticket to your blue-collar face, then I charge you a million dollars, and that's written on the ticket's face. I'm just like you guys, except people pay yearly salaries to see me. You're just like me, though, because you wear denim coats to bed. Can't be like Springsteen. You can't be like Springsteen without a half a bill. Here's Nils Lofgren. Man, oh man, that guy's really little. I'm just like you. Hey! Just like you guys. I'm just a blue you You're working so hard right now, I'm, working, I'm the hardest working boss ever. Oh, man, I love that song. I wrote a gem there. That's worth about $80 million. Guess what you're never going to have, Vanna White? You wrote that under the hood of a car. I'm just living in a tomb like this. I'm living them somewhere. I'm making them up now. Maybe I know where that is. Somebody get my butler. I have a butler who wipes the poop off me. Haven't used toilet paper. Since around 1973. Here's my new best friend, Barack Obama, just like you. I'm friends with presidents. That's right. Bruce and I are just a couple of regular folks walking around the streets. All your friends have security? We have secret service, man. Just like you. Blue-collar Bruce is the best. $755 for the worst seat in the house. Because you know why I'm out for the little guy. Right. Always looking out for you. All right. In the bottom right square, it's our Lord and Savior, Trip Reed. Yeah. Hey, Trip. Yeah. Guess what I did in Seattle this week? Uh, what? I flipped a radio station. Ooh. Awesome. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. I turned it from a idiot country station oh, where IQs had plummeted to almost zero. <laughs> into a triple-A station. And the reason I'm telling you this, Mo, is because, yeah, I want to do it again. Uh And guess who I'm eyeballing? Just KDUS? Nope. (laughs) Nope. Nope. 
I'm eyeballing KDKB. What do you mean? What yeah, do you do? Flipping them like quarters. No, don't do that. And you just landed on heads, sister. <laughs> get, get used to playing Jewel. Oh, yeah. God. I hope you like Jewel and Jimi Hendrix. Oh, no one's going to save my Jewel soul. Jewel and Jimi Hendrix? Oh, That's quite yeah. the combo. Anything yes. but what they're playing. <laughs> Enough with the imagined dragons. I've imagined them. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> on with the game. That's you. Oh, okay. Who's on the phone? <laughs> I got Nick and Megan. Right. Nick and Megan. Nick, are you there? I'm here. All right, Megan, are you there? I am. All right, Megan. No relation. Pick a square. <laughs> uh, center square, Brady. That's right, Sister Hey. Hey, Megan. Hi. Yeah. Hey, when was the last time you were at the zoo? Wow. <laughs> that question baffled her. <laughs> Megan, when was the last time you went to the zoo? Oh, God, years. It's been why? How come it took so long? Because you <laughs> haven't seen taken it all. I'll take you to the zoo and you can go You can go back behind the scenes and look at my elephant trunk. No. Oh, yeah. No. 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 I'll get you backstage. <laughs> you can meet all the celebrity animals <laughs> oh like Dick Dick and the Blue Dyke and the <laughs> animal that's, trunk. No. That's a real thing. Sounds like a lawsuit waiting to happen, yes. Brady. The blue dyke. <laughs> it's a bird. No. Or a fish or an antelope. <laughs> All right, let's I'll take you backstage and we'll find out together. Oh my gosh, let's get into the middle of the question. Okay. You ever been? Uh, right. Oh yeah. I'm... Get in between us. <laughs> a pygmy hippo can mm. nurse from its mother on land and underwater. Is because they're all? also fish. Oh my god. Hippopotamus is They're non flammable. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Nailed it. That's right. They live in the water and you can't light them on fire. Want to see my puff adder? Nope. <laughs> it gets bigger when you touch it. Oh, not touch it's it. It's an antelope. It's of the deer. It's not. The, yes, it is. I don't think so. Yes. Or a wolf. No. No. Or a lizard. I'm guessing reptile. <laughs> is it? No. Sure. Okay. Good guess. <laughs> Correct. So what are you saying, Brady? I say that a pygmy hippo can nurse from its mother anywhere a pygmy hippo's mother is. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Whether that's in water or that is uh, we'll feed bubbles when we're on there. land. And bubbles, the pygmy hippo will be there, the baby pygmy hippo. <laughs> Otherwise known as me in eighth grade. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, Megan, you saying true. Do you agree or disagree? I agree. That is correct. Circle gets a square. Right. Well done. X gets a square. God dang it. Molly's getting them backwards. Dang it. She's all twisted up since she became Lizzie. (laughs) Make a decision. All right, Nick, pick a square. Uh, Let's go top left square. All right. UFO killer Biden. See the UFOs, Nick? I'll take it down. Uh, Not lately. Come on. Not lately? Come on, But you have? It's probably out there. Yeah, I mean. Take a look. My gun has got to pretend shoot him in the knee. Got to get some gun control around here. I got no control over my gun. Yeah, why can't shoot him in the leg? (laughs) By the way, what is the name of that pygmy thing? Bubbles? Remember blowing bubbles when you were a kid? No. Too easy, Brady. All right. The agency in charge. Come on, man. Back in Scranton. (laughs) Blowing bubbles. Oh, riding the train. See my physical mo? I did not. Picture of perfect health. Let's get yeah, physical. Health, I'd call it perfect. Yeah. I mean, if the picture was burning a fire. <laughs> all right, let's get I'm to your on question. and I'm together. Me and Camelot are all over this thing. 
I'm scared of balloons. Camelot. <laughs> I don't like clowns. Oh, I don't like balloons. I shoot them all down. All right, let's get to your question. The ninety nine. <laughs> the red agen- balloons. <laughs> the agency in charge of weather balloons. Hey, what? Ah! Began in the 1930s. Is that true or false? Uh, as president, I'm gonna make. Uh, it, let me make it shut up. Let me make a promise to you. <laughs> Come on, clown. Come on. Make a promise to you. As president of the United States, make a mess around. Take down any areola threat there is. No, uh, oh, wait, what? <laughs> it's aerial. Any areola. Right. No, there's no O in it. There is when Brett says it. <laughs> Chef Boyardee's areolas. <laughs> areolas. A can of those. <laughs> Take down. We got F-35s up there flying around with jarts. What? You're just not you balloons with jarts? Yeah, we're popping balloons with jarts. Do they actually give you the real info? It's like a f- carnival up there, man. You pop three, you get a stuffy. That's. I don't think that's how it works. You're on five now, aren't you? Got five, I'm going to get one more, I get double stuffy. I got an Oreo. Italian cookie. <laughs> All right, let's what? get your, your question again. What's the wrong agent- with your hair? You got green hair. You're an alien. No, I'm not. You Don't should smell it. I should come over and give you a whiff. No, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. It's mint. It smells like fish it's chopsticks. Oh, it smells like a dick dick? It's like a dick dick, one of them antelope fish. Oh, it's venison and cream cheese. <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah. Uh, All right, answer the question. I did. The it's agency like... in charge of weather balloons began in 1930s. Probably. <laughs> Is he true or false? Wow, when I was a boy, we had an agency against balloons, but that was in the 20s. Oh, well. We had it, so the question is 30. We had it. We hated balloons back then, too. I remember a big balloon in New true Jersey. False. We need an answer. Crashed down on my family. It's called the Hindenburg. It's a big Jewish balloon. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> you know what I like to do every night? Try to pop Jill's balloons. Oh, <laughs> give, him a, give him a squeeze. Jeez. <laughs> 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 Let's get that latex smell on my hands. It makes my lips burn. Oh, numb them up. Uh, Allergic. Numb and numb, numb, numb. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, we had a balloon agency back in the 30s. Flying balloons at us. All right, Nick, he's saying true. Do you agree or disagree? Yeah, come on. I agree. That is correct. There you go, Nick. All right, buddy. Good job. All right, Megan, pick a square. I'm going to do Brady's secret square. Ooh, she thinks she knows hey. it. It's easy. My birthday, I'm 66. Happy ver- birthday, Vanna. Would you like to buy a vow? Oh, you got me. Vanna, Vanna White. Beautiful. <laughs> well done. 90 million. All right. All right, Nick, you could take OJ the Pooh Simpson for the steal. Uh, or for the block. I believe he said yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. Begrudgingly. You know, I always like the jury to make the decision out loud. As long as I'm Winnie the Pooh Simpson, I'm uh, blood and honey. OJ, I should have gotten that role. I'm feeling a bit peckish. Oh, Christopher Robin, what I wouldn't do to murder that bitch. Let's go on. Hey, Christopher Robin, let's go out to the 100 Acres and burn a girl. What? Yeah, That's let's great. Let's take her out into the 100 Acres where no one can find it. Was it 1,000 Acre Woods or 100 Acre Woods? I don't remember. And that's why I can't find her body. I don't know how many acres we left her. That's not one of those acres. I'm just saying, find an acre, pick an acre, you'll find a bitch. I put her out there somewhere. You said acre, right? That's right. I said, hey, careful, son. 
That's all I'm saying. We're going to have a little smoked piglet tonight. I love good pork, that's for sure. Get that together and have that delivered by a waiter without my white sunglasses. And everything will be okay. Because I'm feeling a bit peckish, Christopher Robin. And I'm not a man of wise brain. But I'm a man of large heart. Large heart? Don't question it. I'm I, not? I dare you to do that again. <laughs> okay. Let's anyway, get... blood and honey. Honey and blood. That's, no. Honey no. and blood, blood and honey. <laughs> so tasty. Yikes. It's not the same. Oh. I like to dip my roll in it. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh was actually inspired by a real bear, true or false? Yeah, it was. It was inspired by a real bear. And Brady's going to visit that bear at the zoo. <laughs> Yes, uh, Winnie the Pooh was inspired by a real bear who showed up with no pants on and a vest and scared a little boy into climbing into trees. So showed up as a bear? Yeah, showed up as a bear with a vest on and no pants. <laughs> as a bear. Sometimes puts a vest on. I don't know what you're getting at. They shop for vests. I'm not accusing you of anything. Oh, great. Here he comes bouncing down the road. Here comes Tigger. No! no! Oh, there goes the neighborhood. <laughs> All right, Nick, he's saying true. Do you agree or disagree? I uh, disagree. Incorrect. It is oh, true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, right on time. Perfect. Thank well you. done. All right, she gets to choose what she wants, and then uh, the other guy will go to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Megan. Nick, uh, you come in second place. You also get something. That's easy. We're done. Who's Bring going anywhere? Jacket, Nick. Huh? Bring a jacket, Nick, <laughs> for the with the dick dicks and all. Oh that. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have a lot of you're gonna get <laughs> draft rule. You need some stuff on you. <laughs> you know about animal husbandry? Watch this. <laughs> oh, get that glove off. I'm gonna Brady. make a dick dick have sex with a blue dyke because that's oh what God, God intended. Blue dyke walking around with her dreams. So dick dyke dick. Dick Van Dyke. Oh. <laughs> call it a dick Van Dyke. Uh, Ant-Man and Wasp, you have not seen, but not you want seen. to. It will, uh, by Monday, be your favorite movie of all time. Oh, God. Okay. You have terrible taste. And whatever Marvel movie is out is the best movie that's ever happened to ask Mo. Every time. You're She's in Larry's office. about Kang. It was so incredible. I'm, gonna, I'm falling in love with Kang. You? How could you not? told me. What? That that King Kong versus Godzilla movie was good. I don't even remember watching that. You were in Larry's <laughs> office, and you and Larry were like, it's great. Is that the one where the battle axe powers up? That's the one the where Kong is, yeah, Kong is on the flatbed, yeah. chained up, and suddenly he breaks off because Godzilla comes to get him. It's the dumbest thing I've ever watched. Well, now i got to go back and watch the trailer. because I forgot. You, it is amazing. It's the best movie that's ever happened. To be fair, how stoned was I, though, when I was watching? You had to always. watch it. You watched no. it with true, Larry. Always. Yeah. Did you watch it with Larry? Because he tried to convince me it was. I can't even remember too. watching this movie. It's one of the single worst movies I've ever watched. Okay. Well. No offense to Travolta, who is just here. Gotti is second. <laughs> okay. This one's worse than Gotti. It's no Let's way. Not lie. No Gotti's, way. Gotti's so bad that you because suspending disbelief in Kong and Godzilla makes it so you kind of have to go through some stuff. Right. I laughed more. At All right. Kong I'll give Gotti one percent Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, no, I'll give Kong 1% and Gotti 0. That's where it lives. Yeah. That's mm. terrible. So what are you going to do? All right, Mo, thank you. Do you, do you have anything to promote? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing happening? Of course not. You should probably <laughs> talk about the new AAA format. <laughs> oh, God. Who's your favorite AAA artist? Who's Mo? your favorite AAA manager? Oh. oh me. Trip. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, good luck with that. Thanks. Stations flip out. You're not supposed to know about it, but it's coming. Don't say uh, that. Nobody else knows. We're done. <laughs> Larry's God. coming up next. You guys have yourselves a great weekend. We'll see you uh, Monday right here in the Morning Sickness. So long. Morning Sickness.
disgusting. They smell, they're sticky, they say things that are horrible. You've been listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. You can drive away in a brand new Chevrolet this President's Day. Visit valleychevy.com for details.